Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling all right. And what's going on, Gorehounds? Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Goremore Podcast. I'm your not so mean, Fluff Masses Green, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in. However, I'm going to bring this shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my beloved horror homies. Starting it off with. That Dark Lord of Knowledge, that Chad Daddy, all the way down on the Chattahoochee, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Who are we looking at there, bud? That is Scareglow, my friend, from the Masters of the Universe Masterverse line. Nice. Who is it? Scareglow. Is he like Skeletor's right hand? Like, what, what's going on here? Uh, I don't know that character. He's a bad guy, yeah. I was like, it looked like a New Age Skeletor to me, so that's why I had to ask. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. And we have the Duke of the Dead, the host with the ghost, Lord Scubacaba, the Dean of the Deceased, Mr. Steve Vasquez. How's it going, baby? Today is October 23rd, 2023, and well, we have a very fun episode today. Hmm? We're uh, we're going back to the homestead of our childhood youth. But uh, before we do that, we're going to talk about what we did in the past week. So, uh, Mr. Vasquez, how you feeling today, bud? You feeling up to it? I am not up to it. So we're just going to say, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your slice of life. I could have brought in va- variant. I mean, oh, you can still bring in the variant if you want to bring right, it. Let me... All right. All right. Hold on. Let me. Uh, I got to pop down Brody here. They'll find yeah. out why. Yeah. Well, that's I why we got to get to that. We got to get to the slice of life, though. When we, we get to do it. Appropriately. Here first. <laughs> all right. Let me pull in uh, variant scoops from. I think he was like from 343 or something like that. I don't know. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your pizza. You know, All I right. would love to know where that pizza is from. Well, like what restaurant? Because that looks fucking tasty. You know, I don't even it's remember. It's a DiGiorno Fucking A, bro. So, uh, Chad Daddy, how you been, buddy? Uh, not bad. Just another long week at work and, you know. Let me pull the chat up here. You good there? Oh shit! You know I haven't shared this yet. Sorry. No, you're right. I, I'm I'm doing I, that right I, now. I'm we're let, we're giving you your right. spot. So. Uh. So this weekend, you know, Friday night didn't really do much. You know the uh, the girls went with their in laws because they had bowling, and my son had a soccer tournament Saturday. Yeah. So at home, and you know, made some wings and. Now, Friday, what are you talking about? I thought Friday you had a great day of staying home and busting ghosts. Well, that came after. That was later. Oh, like, I'm sorry. No, but first, um, yeah, my son, you know, he just wanted to hang out and you know, wanted to play his video games. So he was upstairs playing games. Me and the wife decided, fuck it. I finally sat down and watched uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Ooh. Which oh, thing? nice. Which I enjoyed thing? it. It was, not, it was a fun movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Honestly, for the seventh one in the series, and I haven't watched the last few, I felt like it kind of brought me back into it a little bit. Yep. Yeah, and I still don't understand how they're saying that this is, you know, a prequel, you know, how it, because nothing 
It does not tie into the first Transformers movie at all. Fuck matter. no, it doesn't, man. But they set it up for the time-wise that it could still. But it somehow doesn't. Because, you know, oh. it was supposed to be Optimus. You know, it's like his first time on Earth in the first movie. And now he's been on Earth for years. Unicron's a different planet. And the movie, he was fucking... Um, yeah, Earth. It was literally Earth. Yeah. In the last one. And it was stupid as fuck. Yeah, but I feel like that's why they kind of retconned it for this one. They were like, yeah, we're going to make him how he actually should be. Yeah, but I don't know. He was closer to what he was supposed to be. Oh, he's exactly what he's supposed to be. He just didn't yeah. transform. Well, yeah, because that's got to lead to the second one, bro. Yeah, because this is uh, this is supposed to be a trilogy that they're setting up. Exactly. And I so feel like see him transform at the end of the second one. So we're all like, <gasps> and then they're going to fucking leave it on a stale note. And then they're going to bring that into the third one. And we're like, motherfuckers. Yeah. I thought it, I did think it was really cool seeing, you know, the, the maximals, you know, maximize. It so took forever, though. You know, it took forever. And it it took like forever. the final battle. I looked at the wife. I'm like, I wasn't even sure they were going to show them in their robot. And form. there was no rat trap. That was there was what? no rat trap. That, yes. That, that was, was the other negative. It's kind of alluded to that he was dead, though. Like all the others were dead. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought I, they mentioned him like he was on a different planet somewhere. I don't know. I just know that Air Razor said that uh, they were the last ones. Like she was the last, and there was just yo. Like, her transforming was cool. like her like turning evil was fucking awesome, dude. Like I love that scene. Yeah, yeah. So we had watched Hell that, yeah, that and uh, you know played some uh, Ghostbusters. Got to try the new DLC. I did kick Sam Hain's ass. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like I said, man, he should be hard. Yeah, if he came in and he was a bitch, I'd be—I would actually be pissed Dude, off. Dude, I had more trouble with the fight in the museum than I did in the ghost dimension. Oh, really? Yeah, I went ghost dimension. I just went. It was no problem. I didn't didn't lose once. You know. So, so is the good. DLC? Is it is it story mode or is it's it a real it, short story? It's everything, bro. It's everything though. So like, I know there's a lot of people that are kind of hindered on it, dude. And I won't try to stay too long on it. But you get story mode, you get two new fucking maps, you get more customization shit, you get, and when I say that, not only with busters, but busters and packs, you can get four slated customization packs, so you can have four at the fucking ready. So, like, now with your Ghostbusters, that's who also hangs around the firehouse and is your AI when you're playing with bots. So, like, yeah, I made Janine and uh, Kylie from I just made. So I they're just, always busting with me every fucking time I bust I just made four random guys. people. <laughs> this is going to sound horrible, but I made one look like an overweight lesbian, and I gave her the name Muncher. Yeah! Oh, God! <laughs> so you just made you just made Patty from 2016. Patty. Whatever. Oh, God. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what else happened? Okay, so Saturday was my son's tournament to end the soccer season. It did not go well at all. They they were they lost they played two games lost both games so they were eliminated they only scored one goal throughout the whole tournament, Damn. which, you know, they had a rough season. These poor kids, you know, they're out there playing their hearts out, and it seemed to me like they were just more playing for the fun of it. They didn't really they didn't really seem like they cared about winning the championship, and that's what it's usually kids do. Yeah, and youth soccer is more about making memories than winning championships anyway, but. When my son came back over from the handshake line after they got eliminated, he was pretty much in tears. Like, buddy, it's okay. You know, you lost. No big deal. Give us, a, give us a tap there, Chad. There you go. Okay. So anyway, he, he was like basically in tears and like, you know, it's okay. You know, you lost. It's no big deal. We all love you. You guys played. And he's like, no, we're going through the handshake. And this kid was going through telling us all we suck. Like, oh, excuse wow. me. 
Like instead of saying good game, he was saying, you suck, you suck, you suck. And the coach caught wind of this. And she's like, no. So she went up and told the officials what happened. And that kid got suspended for at least the first half of the next game. And his team ended up getting eliminated. Good. Yeah. Ooh, karma that, at its finest. Uh, that, that is, is. sportsmanship. So that's yeah, instantaneous got, karma, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so he wants to play spring soccer next year, which is fine. It'll it'll it's going to be hard to rearrange it around bowling, but we'll get it figured out. And the coach apparently said that she will only come back and coach under one condition, and that's if my wife will be her assistant coach. So my wife said yes. So now she's going to be a soccer coach. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. Do you so have means- the minivan already? No. Well, that you know what the, that's coach the next step. The, the coach- next step is full minivan, bro. And uh, the coach, she Stop was my mind. son's co or assistant coach for his team last year. So he already knows her from you know this year and last year. And he'll be playing with some of the same kids because her kids play soccer. Her oldest son, I think, is moving up to the next age group. So he won't be there. But right. her younger son and her twin daughters, I think, will be on the team too. Nice, dude. And those three, those four, all played together already. So it'll be cool. I know. Yeah. Hell yeah, so, dude. Uh, oh, oh, and so I Friday I was going on looking for you know digital movies that are on sale, and Fanflix has a sale going on. They have multiple multiple sales for horror movies, and one is uh, you get three movies for five bucks. And granted, they're That's not the greatest solid. movies. But I got Pumpkinhead 2. Uh, okay, Bud, awesome. Bud, Bud the Chud. Yeah. And the first Leprechaun, all three for five bucks. Nice. They have, the, they have all the Leprechaun movies on this sale. And a bunch of other good ones. And they How have, have we not done any of the Leprechaun series? I don't know. I was thinking of that today. But the funny thing is, like, uh, they have Return of the Living Dead Part 3 that I didn't order because it's the R-rated cut. Oh, versus I don't, I don't want that. Uh, so after that, I'm like, you know, I got the second Pumpkinhead Digital. I want the first one. And nobody had it for a reasonable price. So I'm like, you know what? Let me see what it's like on Amazon. On Amazon, it was on sale for $11.99. Oh, no I'm shit. Like, I'm like, hell yeah. And then I just used my rewards points for the Amazon credit card. I got it for free. And it Nice. Got here today. Hell yeah. Nice, dude. I don't need the 4K. From what I was reading, the 4K upgrade isn't really... Worth it. It's not full 4K. Yeah, it's not full 4K. It's not really worth the upgrade. Bro, I gotta start doing that now that I actually got a full 4K player. Mm-hmm. I haven't even thought about that. My TV's still not that good, though, so. Neither's mine, but I don't care. Um, Then yesterday, I watched this movie that we're about to talk about. Woo! Yeah. Awesome. So, Scuba Steve, how about you, buddy? Well, let's see. What did I do this weekend? Friday, I worked at the bar. Uh, Saturday, I had my wrestling event. For those of you that don't know, I'm an amateur wrestler and we had our aptly named PLE. We call them premium live events instead of pay-per-views, um, called Fatality, which was very fitting. You know, my character, I wear a skull mask, very, very dark character that I portray. And every match had a stipulation match. Mel also wrestled. She's the uh, women's champion. She wrestled also, so she kicked some ass. Um, ben, I hope you're not lying on that, bro. I don't think he is. <laughs> you know, I wish. 
I wish he had that sign, but he was booing me from the side of the ring. Like ah! So I would have showed up. The ghost right. vatos showed up also, you know, and I'm like, yeah, my boys are here. I fucking walk out and they immediately start booing me. And I'm like, fuck ah! y'all. You fucking yeah. dicks. <laughs> That's your buddies for Which you. is fine. That's Which real. That's fine. brotherly love right there. You know, I'm a heel. I'm a heel in this character. So it's, you know, whatever. Um, but people that don't know a heel is the bad guy yes i am a bad guy when i put that mask on unless you're a healer like i like bluey yeah charlie doesn't watch bluey yet so we're not bluey's aunt though that's a whole other question (laughs) (laughs) i showed my wife that picture and she didn't notice it at first (laughs) that was the first fucking thing that popped out to me i was like that can't be real i'm like that's gotta be photoshop sexy tricksy Anyways, sorry, excuse. You're good. You're good. Um, and so my match is going great. You know, it's kind of slow. We we started off kind of slow, and we're just gonna work into because my the theme for my match was a casket match. So the 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 object of the match was to beat the shit out of your opponent and then throw them into the casket. Hell yeah. Well, I took the stunner wrong, which those of you that don't know what a stunner is, it's the move that Stone Cold used to do in in the WWE. Um and a kick to the gullet and then a wrap around. The yes, head, right? and then and then drop uh-huh. down. Well, my opponent didn't release my head in Ooh. time, so when he landed, he brought me all the way down with him in my rib, hit his shoulder, and immediately broke. So I fall over, and I I sold the fuck out of the stunner though. Like I wish I had the video to show you guys because I sold the fuck out of that stunner. Did you sell it as good as Vince McMahon sells it? I I didn't oversell it. I just sold it really well. Oh, you don't want to do the full springboard? I didn't do the whole fucking springboard and flip (laughs) over and, you know, die 17 times before I land. But I I hit his shoulder. I felt it. I felt my rib just fucking. I've broken a rib before. And so I immediately knew that fucking pain and it hit. And I was like, fuck. So he comes over mm. and I'm like, you broke my rib. And he's like, what? And I'm like, you broke my fucking rib. Just keep going. So he rolls me out of the ring. And as soon as he rolls me out and my feet hit the ground, I, uh, I like whimpered this loud whimper. But that was not me acting. That was me seriously in pain. Like it was bad. So I told him, I was like, we're just going to have to fucking end it. I didn't even get to do my finisher on him. I just kind of kicked his head into the concrete a couple times and fucking threw him in the casket and rushed to the back because I could not, I couldn't, I couldn't breathe, but I stayed in character. Something occurred. So I just kind of went off of that in, you know, in the match so that I could rush to the back and go look for this person that I was looking for. And it was just, it sucked ass. And then instead of going to the hospital, because if you go to the hospital with a broken rib, all they tell you is there's nothing we can do about it. Ice it. Take Tylenol. That's Correct. it. They don't even tell you to wrap it anymore. They don't want you to wrap it. So I was like, you know yeah, what? You got to be able to like heal it. Yeah. Like without. Yeah. So I get home, I shower and I head straight for work and I medicate with my delicious Jaeger and I was pain free. I was pain free until I woke up the next morning and mm. realized that, yeah, it, it's 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 a good break. It's a good break. It's not as painful as it as it was the day that it broke. Um, it's a little bit better, but it fucking sucked ass. And then the next Sunday, I had to get up and return the casket 
an hour and a half away to my buddies that I borrowed it from. Shout out to Sixth Rum House for letting me borrow your casket. Um, nice. So we spent most of the day in Victoria, came home, threw this movie on, and just relaxed with Charlie. And let me tell you, having a broken rib and a child that likes to kick her feet. Ooh, not a good combination. Think about that. Not a good combination. Yeah, and like Ben said, it was such a good match too. You know, it sucks that it it sucks that it ended so shortly, and it, you know, but I, I did what I could, and I tried to just keep going with it for as long as I could. But like, I literally could not fucking breathe. I thought I had punctured my lung at first, but then once I sat down and I was able to just kind of catch my breath and and fig, you know, realize okay, I'm good, I'm good. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was fucking fun. And then I had this whole other thing that I was supposed to come out and do. And, if, you know, after the main event, because I was the co-main event, I didn't even get to come out and do my little spiel that I was going to do um, because I had to li- or I had to leave. I couldn't I, I couldn't stick around. I could barely talk. And it just it fucking sucked. But came home, like I said, got ready for work and just went to work and softly talking to the microphone all night long, but consumed mass amounts of Jaeger. And now I am here ready to talk about this movie. <laughs> John, what about you? Awesome. Oh, let's see. What did I do this weekend? I was a busy fucking boy this weekend. Um, Friday. God, what the fuck did we do? Oh, yeah. So Friday we went to this place called The Wild, which is a zoo up up north from where I'm at. And it's it's not government owned. It's public. It's uh, privately owned. And it's. So probably the nicest zoo we have in the area, dude. The animals actually seem to like it, for the most part. Uh, and they're well taken care of, and it's just super clean and everything. But they had a nice Halloween event where it was flashlight safari. So you go at nighttime, and you go animal spotting in the cages, which, obviously, at night, these animals are way more fucking active, which is a lot cooler for the kids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they had this whole thing decked out Halloween, so uh, every, like, couple animal sections they would have some like big 12 foot prop from home depot that they bought all set up and like decored around with it it was uh it was awesome man and like they had all these like nice like mood lighting so everything was just purple and orange throughout it and i went last year and just from last year to this year they've already had upgrades and shit so there was this whole like aztec area dude that looked i felt like i was in hit uh legends of the hidden temple dude it was awesome. And I was just like, this is cool, man. There's just a bunch of monkeys fucking flying everywhere and shit. And uh, so, yeah, that was a solid time. And it was pouring rain the whole way there. We we're like, fuck, this might not even work. You know, we were supposed to go last weekend. Kato was sick. You know, guys know how that shit goes. So obviously I had to cancel. And uh, so we're trying to make up for it. And we get out there and the rain just stopped. dude. We made almost the incomplete loop of the zoo. And got on the last like straight path to where you're leaving, and then it started downpouring again. I'm like, "Fuck it, dude, we're already dead. We're already done. Like, perfect. Nice timing. Yeah, it was great. Um, it's cool because like it starts off with just uh, like the normal generic uh petting zoo where they got like all the goats and shit that you can actually feed, and then it goes all into the exotic, more exotic animals and shit. Exotic petting zoo. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Dude, watching these big cats do their thing, man. Like I said, they they these motherfuckers like will just look at these kids like, yo, come on, throw me one. <laughs> just like there's enough to spare. You got plenty of them out there. Just give me one. Like that was last year, dude, with the uh oh, what was it? That was the mountain lion, dude. That fucker was pacing 
right next to all the kids. That was it's a lot closer. But no, man, the uh, the lions were doing their thing. The lionesses were definitely like running the fuck around, and then the main dude was just you know beat a bum, chilling and doing his king thing. And uh, <laughs> and then dude, the panthers were fu- the panther exhibit's fucking cool, man. They got it to where like he could actually walk outside of his enclosure in this whole like other like in like just enclosed bridge area and shit but he can like walk over you and stuff so that was fun time and saturday saturday was a busy day we hit a trunk or treat food truck rodeo oh which uh yeah it was cool we uh just there's this food truck rodeo that's been going on for the last couple months they did all throughout summer and then they were like yo we're doing a trunk or treat we're coming to the mall blah blah it was like 20 trucks um i don't know about you guys but like for me when I have that many decisions, I can't make a decision. So I don't. I don't go with big meals at any of those trucks. I go no. with all side dishes. Yes. I want to I want to play at each one. You know what I mean? I want to try it out, see what they got. So I stopped at the fucking Euro stand, got some falafel, dude, and then went from there and got some I love uh, fucking right. Well, I was going to get a whole one, like a whole thing, but I was like, I don't want to spend like 14 bucks on a whole fucking wrap. I just want the falafel, dude. So I just got a little side of like three bucks. And I went and got some fresh cut fucking uh, chili cheese fries and then wife grabbed some fried Oreos and then what the hell? Is it? Oh, and then I ended off with some chicken and fucking waffles, dude. Nice. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. I have some... still never tried chicken and waffles. Was it? It's, was it, it's was such it a sweet? great combination. It, it shouldn't even be that. It good. should not. It should not. I had chicken and waffles when I went to Memphis for the first time ever. It was hands down probably. It, it's such a weird combination and it shouldn't work if you don't like sweet like if you're not a maple syrup guy then it's not gonna do it i love real maple syrup okay yeah so that's what i'm saying like for some reason you throw that maple syrup all over that chicken and then on top of the waffle dude and then that together it's just fucking like well it's like i don't i know you guys don't have water burger in your area but they have what's called a honey butter chicken biscuit and it's just a little it's a little fried filet of you know dill chicken tender with honey butter on one of their biscuits that shit should not be as good as it is it's fucking amazing i love biscuits bro man that's my go i don't like i'd have rather have that than like uh english muffin myself but no so uh did the food truck rodeo and then i dropped my family off and i skedaddled it over to syracuse to visit my buddy who hopped in the chat here, Mr. Eric Matthew, to, uh, well, I got to be part of his little surprise birthday party his wife threw him, so he got to have a surprise 40th. Nice. So that was pretty cool. Happy belated birthday. Uh, his birthday's yeah, actually birthday. not yet. He's got a Halloween oh. birthday. It's oh. Yeah. oh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. early birthday. Mr. Eric Matthew. Um, Mr. Matthew, happy birthday. Yeah, I've been, dude, randomly enough, Eric's one of my Ghostbuster buddies, and that's how him and I actually met. He was the first one that got me into it, and fucking a bro so and i hate to cut you off but i completely forgot but now that you mentioned ghostbusters yeah let me show you what you get the new flannel that i got oh did you get the dukes the dixon uh vankman fuck you i wanted that you (laughs) asshole oh i'm so jealous the color scheme is how much was amazing i wanted it how much Tell me after the show, or tell me in the side chat. That's fine. I just I'm interested to yeah, know. You just price. mentioned you just mentioned Venkman, by the way, and I, I'm so pissed that I didn't think of this. But I um, so I'm finally like officially, you know, 
an employee where I work. You know, the probation period is over. So after the probationary period, hey, Emily. What's up, Emily? Emily. Uh, after the probationary period, you get, you know, uniforms and you can have your name on it. And so they asked me, you know, what name I want on. Did you want chat? I'm like, yeah, sure. Then I'm walking by. I'm like, why didn't I get it to say Venkman? <laughs> <laughs> Should have went Tully. Like, man, yeah, why didn't I get boring. that? Even but Tully most people wouldn't get But they see Venkman and they're like, yeah, Ghostbusters. Right. Like, damn so it, I, I saw it because, you know, Dixon usually comes out with great flannels around. Yeah, they do. Time of the they year. have amazing flannels. And they've been slacking. They've been slacking. Like, I, I was super. I've fun. liked all of their stuff, but it hasn't been the, well, no, 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 what but, I've wanted. But the horror really cool, theme stuff, flannel. the the horror theme stuff this year is just kind of like eh. So That's they fair. came out. They came out with the gill, which was the creature. That from was kind of cool. Lagoon. I like that one. I yeah. got that one also. Nice. Um, but you know, usually they they they've had the Voorhees, they had the Myers. There's all these different ones that came out that were fucking awesome, and I feel like this year they just kind of were like. Bro, but the Bankman, when I saw the, the Bankman, I was like, oh, pat- shit. The 84 pattern right out of the movie. I was like, fuck, bro, I need that. I, I don't know if they still have them in minute. stock. I don't know oh. if they still have them. Because, you know, Dixon's, if you don't jump on them right, right away, especially with, like, the Halloween drops, they sell really fast. The problem is, dude, everybody's been dropping awesome shit, and I just bought them fucking gutter garb hoodies, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, fuck, was, it the shirt's 60 bucks, but. Totally shit, that's more than it. the hoodie I just bought. Fuck. Yeah. It'll be the most comfortable flannel you ever own. If you oh, don't I'm own sure, a Dixon, I, I highly suggest buy at least one. Buy All one. Right. Buy one that's on sale. Because usually what? they have them for like I'll, 40 bucks. I'll ask yeah, the wifey. The I'll, like, is like 40 bucks. I'll ask the wifey to throw that on the Christmas list. I'm like, well, give me whatever one you think would look good. Because I like them all. Yeah, and they, the vagrant one would be pr- uh, choice. Awesome. What's up, Bobby? Babo. Bobby, you enjoyed us in the chat. Uh, and to everybody in the chat, by the way, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks. For, hi, everybody. Sorry, we're just kind of a little busy here. Oh, yeah. So, no. So, uh, yeah, what do we do? Oh, so Eric's birthday party. Uh, that was a good time. I was still super full from the food truck rodeo, but it was a catered dinner. So I was like, I can't, you know, can't not eat can't their not delicious eat. food. I so I, I ate a plate and whew, Johnny was tired. But then <laughs> I had to fucking head it home, pick, get with the family, and we went the complete opposite direction dude about an hour the opposite way which where i was was an hour from my house and then uh we went out to this place that was supposed to be a family friendly uh halloween event kind of thing whatever i don't know it was at a farms so at least we thought it was a pumpkin patch farms bro boy were we duped this shit was a whole brewery and they just disguised this event as like a family friendly thing so, like, we get there. It's not a complaint, by the way. But we get there, and they had awesome props. They got these cool fucking, like, 12-foot skeletons that are not Home Depot skeletons, but they're actually, like, moving around and, like, fucking, like, talking and shit. And I'm like, what? Like, sweet. <laughs> so we get in there. They got this seven-piece fucking band that was way better than they ever even should have been. Some lo- fucking local band. I was like. It was millennial night, bro. Everything from like 2008 to 2010 was sung. And then they throw in, dude, their encore was fucking Enter Sandman. So I was like, all right, I'll Fuck give you credit yeah. for that. <laughs> two lead singers. One was this chick, dude, and she had some wicked pipes on her. And the other guy was just after dude after my own heart because he looked like this 350 pound Samoan dude. 
which I was like, fuck yeah, bro. Just rocking the big boy. Fuck big yeah. old beard, long fucking flowing black hair, just all flanneled up and fucking. I was just like, yep, that's my bro. I like him. <laughs> and uh, no, man, that was cool. So what they did is they have a they have a walkthrough. And I was thinking, like, for some reason, it was part of the hayride. Like, I misread it. And their walkthrough is just displays. So it's like you could go through and, like, take pictures with it and shit like that. Right. But they were fucking dope ass displays, man. They had, and I think I might have showed you homies, and if I didn't, I'll show you after the show. But they had all these uh, displays made out of pumpkins. And it's like the plastic pumpkins. They cut them in half, and they glue them all to plywood. And then they etch an entire image over the whole pumpkin. So one section was Ghostbusters, dude. So it had the three main GBs. There was no Winston love, to which I fucking kind of bitched at. I was like, ah, why the hell shit on Winston? And then they had Stay Puft there. But they were cool, man. They were like full six foot fucking like displays that were lit up, dude, etched out of pumpkins, just dope as hell. Sweet. And then like you get to the end and then there's like a row of like these like 15 foot giant monsters. They must have just made themselves, but they were fucking awesome, dude. Like one was this weird like pumpkin head looking motherfucker and, you know, no scares or anything. And they did have we didn't do it, but it was a, a zombie hunt. You could pay 25 bucks extra, and that's the hayride where you can go out with Orbeez and shoot a bunch of people dressed as zombies. Fuck yeah. Which I was like, ah, that sounds fun, but I'm not about to drop 75 bones for the family just to fucking shoot some motherfuckers. I'm like, you guys stay here. I'll be right back. <laughs> Trust me. Me and my brother-in-law were there, and if it was just him and I, I would have definitely thought about it. But no, we went back, and we jammed out to uh, the band, got some food, got some beer, and I was sitting there for a moment, and I looked at my wife, and I'm like, did we just bring our child to a bar? And she's yep. like, yeah, pretty much. And I was like, <laughs> how does I was like, why is it if you make a bar an exterior thing, it's now OK? What is it with the like, it just went took me down this weird rabbit hole. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this right now. <laughs> Am I a good parent? Did I try to be like, what the you're fuck? fine. You're fine. Sam was raised in a bar, man. Like when Sam was. Oh, so was when, I, though. When <laughs> Sam was born. Like we had her in the office while her mom and I were both working at the bar and had the waitresses on rotation going oh, nice. in, sitting with yeah. Sam. Yeah, it happens. But uh, no, so that was super fun. And then Sunday I was exhausted, dude. So I literally fucking slept half a fucking day. Just did one of those things and then woke up and played Metroid Prime for most of the rest of the day and then watched this fucking movie, to which I am ready to talk about right now. Of course, I did play Ghostbusters a shit ton over the weekend, too. Uh, <laughs> I did download it. I haven't played it yet, but I did download the... Fuck uh, yeah, bro. It's 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 a good time, man, for sure. I go way too long about it. But we're going to talk about what we're here to talk about, and that is House. Uh, whose pick is this? Scoobs. This was Scoobs? my pick? Uh, you take oh. it, bro. Scoobs didn't even remember. He's like... I don't even remember. I And I was thinking, I was like, damn, was this my pick? Well, dude, you probably picked it this about this time last year. Yeah, you know I mean? so. probably. All right. Released February 28th, 1986. Horror novelist Roger Cobb is a man on the edge, reeling from his recent divorce, haunted by the mysterious disappearance of his young son and struggling with his new book about his traumatic experiences in Vietnam. But when he moves into the strange house left to him by his late aunt, Roger's precarious sanity becomes under siege by nightmares of his dead war buddy visits from a nosy neighbor, and an onslaught of hideous creatures from another dimension. Horror has found a new home, and it's fully furnished with murder, monsters, and madness. Directed by Steve Miner, Friday the 13th, Part 2 and 3, Warlock. Yeah. 
written by Fred Decker, Godzilla 1985, The Monster Squad, kick him the nuts. Nice. Ethan Wiley, Children of the Corn, Five, Fields of Terror, <laughs> Terror and Brutal. Deep Produced down the list. by Sean Cunningham, My Boyfriend's Back, Terminal Invasion. All John, right. you're taking Bobby's part. All right, I'll take Bobby's. All right, we got William Cat from Carrie and the Greatest American Hero as Roger Corn and the Cob. Hey, wait, George, can I, stop, can I stop you right there? Boom. Go ahead. Greatest American Hero. Does the theme? Does, you, have you seen the show? Believe I know the show, but I never watched it. The theme song was George's. Uh, was it the Believe It or Not? Can yep. it be? <laughs> Remember, the best Costanzaism is if you believe a lie enough. It's not a lie. <laughs> All right. Uh, George went from Cheers and Fletch as Harold Gordon or the annoying fucking neighbor. I love um, them. He wasn't. Annoying. He was. But at the same time, he was a little bit like, bro, you're invading my space. He was a bit intrusive. All his neighbors were. So was the yeah. other chick. Just yeah, using she was in his really fucking she... pool. Hey, <laughs> let me just drop my kid off. Don't mind me. What the fuck? Uh, we'll get on that. Richard Mole from Night Court and Batman the Animated Series as Big Bat. Ooh, who was he in Batman? Two-Face. Uh, uh, yeah, Two-Face. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Yeah, I can hear it now. K. Lens, Lens from Strip to Kill and The Tick as Sandy Sinclair. Mary Stavitt. Is that the old animated The Tick or is that one of yeah. the newer? Okay, sweet. Yeah, she was American Maid. Oh, nice. Mary Staven, or Staven, A View to Kill, Howling Five, The Rebirth, as Tanya, Michael Ensign, Ensign, I can't, I always forget, fuck his name, Ghostbusters, and Children of the Corn, Three, Urban Harvest, as Shet Parker, Susan French from Jaws 2, and Flatliners, as Aunt Elizabeth Hooper, Alan Antry, Brewster's Millions, In the Heat of the Night, as Police officer, <laughs> no, name. <laughs> no name. Police officer, no name. And Stephen Williams, Twenty One Jump Street, and Jason goes to hell. The final Friday as super young police officer. <laughs> he <was>. He's <laughs> played a cop in so many things too. Fuck it, hey man. We Tiger have a Brody Kane. Brody, what's up, Brody? We have a body count total of ten. So, yeah, daddy, here we go. Music by Harry Manfredini. I think we've talked about him once or twice so far. Who's that? Never heard heard of that guy. Never heard of him. Newbie. He's a noob. Uh, Cinematography by Mac Alberg. Hell Knight. Ghoulies. Edited by Michael N. Knew. Or I don't know if the case is silent, so we'll just say it's Knew. The Ring 2. And Silence. Effects and makeup by Jim Cummins. Backwoods Films. The uh, Enemy Mind. That was a good movie, dude. I haven't watched it in a long time. Which one's that? That was the one where um, the dude was on the planet and like it was just him and the alien. And oh the- yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. And then like he he was like a little he's like Piccolo, and then like yeah, he had a little Piccolo. He was, like Piccolo. He, yeah. <laughs> he was Piccolo, bro. Wasn't he brown? He brown, yeah, he was right? Brown. He, he, he was Piccolo. Like yeah, he's the black man. <laughs> <laughs> Distributed by New World Pictures. Runtime in ninety three minutes. Rated R, budget three million, and it made twenty two point one mil. Hey, not too bad. Nineteen eighty six money, damn. Right. All right, boys. Well, let's discuss this. Um, I'm gonna assume this is not our first watch. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, it's it's I been will... the, it's the first time I've seen it in quite a few years. Now I will say this has been my first watch in full entirety. 
Ah. I have seen this movie multiple times from different sections along oh. seeing it. Oh my god, it's the children's. I got the Widows. big child watching the little child. Hell yeah, that's the best way. Uh but no, like I said, like this was the first time I actually got to watch it from start to finish and enjoy it as a whole. Like I said, usually it's always was like on USA or TNT, so I'd yeah. always switch it from here to there. I always remembered vividly like the first time he was setting up his camera display and shit like that. Like that one always that always stuck out. But there's a few scenes that I was like, oh, you know what? I never saw that. So but Okay, so having watched this multiple times, how do we all feel about this right off the bat? I, I fucking it. love this movie. Yeah. I, it's one of the first horror movies that I can remember watching. It's like right there, like in my first memories. And it, at the time as a child, scared the living piss out of me. For some reason, the hand always fucking freaked me out. I always thought that the hand... On the poster? Was, no, no, no. Well, the hand on the little boy. was well, the same oh, hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... For some reason, her her just fat and bloated hand just always fucking scared. It scared Dude, her, me more than her creep, look. She, she was me. yeah, she's creepy. She's, she's creepy. Gross. And that's I thought as a kid, that's creepy. The fuck when out. when I think of, when I think of this movie, her and then the two little gross cabbage patch looking or garbage pail looking kids are the See, first things that pop in my head. Those dudes just look like the guy from Mad Magazine to me. Okay, I wanted to comment on that because I loved how the all the monsters had like this cartoony look to them like they weren't too yeah. very cartoony it's, i'm it's like they were in, i think they were kind of trying to you know be a little inspired by the old ec comics because like okay, when, his, when his buddy his zombie buddy came back like that's that's a lot like how they drew zombies in those comics back in the 50s yeah yeah but like i feel like he like he looked awesome you know what i mean Military like he cool shit i'm surprised you know what i'm surprised i haven't seen a lot of cosplay of that i feel like it would be a cool cosplay to do I, and it'd be really easy. You just go literally get two different spirits costumes and combine it. <laughs> Soldier, zombie. zombie. Woo! I think Bob Big Ben. Pretty well. he, Dude, always, he could be a huge Big Ben. Yeah. Awesome. He resembles Part 7 Jason a lot. A lot. I think. You know, That's it, fair. The color scheme's different. Color scheme's different, of course. But this is but, pre- And this is way seven. This is way before. But, you know, I, I, always, I always called him Military Jason when I was little. Because that's what he fucking looked like Jason to me. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. No, this movie, uh, it, it is. The characters, the the creatures, if they were designed completely different. Now, the, the closet monster is pretty creepy. I'm not yeah. going to say he's not. Like, he's he looks cool. I liked it, and I I thought that it it definitely had to have at least somewhat influenced the look of the monster in Leviathan, because they were very similar. I could see that. Where I could also see, like, that could have been easily, that easily could have been a, a unused ghost from Ghostbusters, dude. Yeah. Like, if you just made that a little bit more translucent, just the way that kind of acted and shit, I was like, fuck yeah, bro, I can get into that. <laughs> Which then, like, this whole scene led, this was a sidebar in my own brain, but I was just like, see, they need to do Boogeyman. If they do Boogeyman, that would be fucking awesome, dude. In the game, you mean, or in the... No, in the, in I want a real movie. Yeah, dude, dude I, mean, I would love game, to see Boogeyman. Game two, not going to disagree there either. Give me all of it, but... No, no, no. I just think uh, if we if that was the new baddie in uh, Firehouse or whatever, yeah, because how do you beat the boogeyman? You know, that I think that would that would be such. Well, a I just think it would be concept. cool, too, man, because like if we wanted to stick with the Spangler story and if they consider RGB canon, 
Spengler's the one that had the issue with the boogeyman. So you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like, well, I easily play that angle. But uh fucking hey, dude. So this movie, I mean, it's already labeled as a horror comedy going into it. So I feel like it sets it up. And that's why the creatures being the way they are work for me. Yeah. Uh, I can see where maybe it might be a little like it might throw somebody off if they're expecting a full on horror. But the way these characters act, it's they're not it's not as intense as a full on horror. You know what no. I mean? No, there's definitely it's... moments, but. So what do we uh like? What would be your? Fi- I mean, I don't want to get into our questions, but like, what do you boys want to discuss about this? What's things that you want to bring up about this movie? Well, heck, Kevin, I wrote down a couple of things. Like I said, I said they were uh, the monster designs was very much influenced by. It's a ghost. Ah! <laughs> no, that's that's when I keep the spores in. Uh, there was the, um, design like it looked like EC Comics, and I mentioned the quantum. And so the one thing that I thought was hilarious was when he it showed him at home at the beginning before he even gets to the house when he's in his apartment and it shows him making a TV dinner in the microwave and he just throws does the box oh he throws the whole box in and do you see what he set the timer for like four minutes thirty he said thirty oh it was thirty oh bro he's burning the fuck out of that thing <laughs> dude didn't TV dinners back then weren't they still wrapped in foil. So mm. I, I'm trying to remember because that moment definitely like the wife and I were like, that's can't be right. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I remember there was a time in the 80s where there were certain meals where you would keep it right in the cardboard box to heat it. I could be completely wrong and misremembering things. There was there was certain things that you but, could throw in there because I know there was like a little burger that we would get that. Yeah. You, you just threw the box in the, you threw the whole box you in, the whole and box in there. Cook it. Yeah. So that's why I'm like. Now, 30 minutes, 30 minutes would be if you put it in the oven, for sure. <laughs> I'm, not pretty sure I'm pretty sure the timer said three, zero, zero, zero. Jesus Christ. Dude's trying to let, burn down his apartment. So no, Gene, this- says, Gene says, I love how this movie is serious and then disbelieve and then comedy. And that's, it's true. You know, this, it starts off and you're like, what the fuck? You know, and then it just slowly start, you know, especially when you, you think he's just going crazy. And then it just starts turning into this completely different film than what it started off to be. And it it's it's a film that keeps you guessing per se. It doesn't just, you bit. know, it's not just one thing the entire way because you have no idea what the fuck's going on. For Is he going crazy or is the house really fucking with him? Right. Because yeah, it, it, it really started off really fucking dark with the grocery delivery, delivery walking into the house yeah. and seeing the old woman that hung herself. You know, that. uh that right there, that's a horror mainstay. And you know even that scene alone, dude, that was just a great little intro scene, dude, because we get the full pan around the house just to see how big this fucking thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got him going into it, and then you're just you're panning along with him just to feel the like just dude, like they don't even go in half of this house for the whole movie. And it still feels like massive. Oh yeah, we've only yeah. seen a few one thing that drove me crazy. Just watching this, and this is probably just the dad and me. I was always like, "Why are there always so many fucking lights on? Why are the yeah, lights?" I on? said this. I, I said the same thing. I'm like, "Bro, why are you going to sleep with half your lights on?" Like, right? Fuck, man. Because <laughs> it keeps the ghosts away. <laughs> fucking puss. Uh, so, okay, and, so and his his old little kid's bed too. That was a. That was awesome. So <laughs> the one scene that that <laughs> the one scene that gets to me still watching this 
is when those, like I said, the two little garbage pail looking motherfuckers mm-hmm. take the little boy. <laughs> There's this traumatic fucking event that just happened to this kid. They're trying to, you know, take him up the chimney and the kid's just kind of like, Wee! and then the next scene, just bath time. in the bathtub, yep. just happy time in the bathtub. And like, well, the little kid probably thought it, the little kid is probably just a game. It was just fun anyway. Right. He just thought it was other kids or some bullshit like that. But yeah, that but that was so freaking weird that she just shows up and just drops the kid off on him. Yeah, so without even is, knowing him. That's like, the 80s with, for you. So without a yes, but like. <laughs> Now, me saying, like, I've never watched this full out, like, fully completed. I was kind of wondering, I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, maybe they're not even real, dude. Like, maybe they're part of the house, like, kind of screwing with them or something, like, keeping them in there. But no, they are. Like, it's just that chick is just that chick was for the streets, bro. She was for the streets. (laughs) Like, first of all, do you see her son's haircut? Come on, man. Why are you doing that to yourself? He had, hey, no, his hair, I'm not going to lie. I looked at his hair and I was like, that's a pretty sweet fucking haircut. No, man. It it would have been like, it. the back was a good mullet, but the bangs were all like that. Like, <laughs> if, 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 if you want to hate on someone for his haircut, hate on the director because that's his son. <laughs> well, then I <laughs> will. Steve Miner's son. <laughs> Steve Miner, what are you doing to your son's fuck? That looked like a half a bowl cut. You know what I mean? Like they got half they got the, bowl, half mullet. They got the small bowl. Like, so that's why he's got the dumb bangs. Like, the, like Jesus. <laughs> oh, fuck. Has, <laughs> you know what his haircut is? It's he's Courtney pancakes, Fox. bro. And scream three. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> he's got, he's got her. Man. I was just thinking, like, this is also the same haircut as pancake kid from fucking. Dude, no joke. <laughs> I don't know why, but that. That part of Cabin Fever has been going through my head just the last few days. I'll just be walking along. It's the only sudden, part in Cabin Fever that honestly sticks in my I head. I'll just be walking along and all of a sudden, pancakes. Like, <gasps> where the fuck did that come from? <sighs> Slow-mo ninjas. Um, I don't know why. It just pops into my head randomly. And it's just been for like the past week. Fuck today, dude. <laughs> but no, going back to this movie, like uh, Gene was saying and Steve, um, this movie just it keeps you guessing, dude. And specifically... Yeah. When you think he shoots his wife, I I never really fully saw that scene sussed out. So that was kind of that was cool. And I like how they play it because then you even see it from the neighbor's perspective, but you never see the wife. You only see him looking down with the shotgun, which made you. So now you have like you're like, wait, so did that actually happen? It did not happen, obviously. Spoilers. Yeah. But. So that was a hell of a thing because you spend the whole rest of the movie thinking he legit killed his fucking wife. hey, yeah. bro. Because yeah. yeah. like then- they're creeping around that door that he put her in. So you're like. Yeah. Bro, is the body actually there? Is yeah. she not, is she gonna be like a zombie now? What's going on, dude? Like, and then she. And I, spoiler alert: she shows up at the end alive and well. I, I, but I feel like if they wanted to make it darker, they should have. You know what I mean? It should have been legit. Actually, like the her. House, the house made him hallucinate that she was this creature, and he fucking killed her. And I her thought that's what in the backyard. I thought that's what literally happened. I was like, oh my god, dude. Okay, like, so if this was fuck. a Tales from the Crypt episode, that's exactly how that would have went down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But Mel, Mel watched this with me. Like, she, she had never seen it, of course. This is another one that she had never seen. And, you know, the she's watching the hand scene, and she's, like, loving it. She's like, and everything, she, because she loves Evil Dead so much, she attributes anything to evil she's like <laughs> evil dead look 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 it's like evil i mean dead. when you're when you're looking at the fucking mar or the swordfish on the wall doing its thing that's yeah. kind of evil dead ish yeah. like 
cabin uh, but, going little ham. But that was before Evil Dead too. So. Yeah, but didn't the deer still move around in the first one? No, it was only the second one. The first one was played straight up horror. There was horror, no comedy yeah. in the first one. Oh well, damn! I gave her the wrong information. I guess it would be though. Yeah, you're right. Evil Dead Two didn't come out until '87. Oh, I thought that was '86. Was '87? I think '87. I was pretty sure it was '87. I, I was wrong on this. I thought this was 85, but this was 86. So. <laughs> Dude, you're not wrong. Everything I looked up also said 85, and then I was, pulled up the Wikipedia, and it said February of 86. I said, all right, it's an 86 Ooh, movie. I, I don't, yeah, I don't trust my... Dead 2 was 87. Yeah. 87, okay. But in the mannerisms of Evil Dead, I got that same, like, this is... that. It made me think of it, for sure. I'm not going to disagree with that. I mean, and it, it could fit into that universe. The wonkiness of, of it. The wonkiness sure. of it, you know, with, with the the creatures and the, and the psychological play and weird shit happening. And then they're being demon because if you didn't see the fucking monster that came out of the closet and let's just say you and like saw, scratched them there. Yeah. Yeah. And you just saw the fucking, like from that point of view, it could easily be a fucking dead eye. Fucking a bro. Yo, I could totally see that. Cause honestly, the way that looks, it does kind of look like the big head that comes in the forest at yep. the end of evil dead too. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I, and it's funny you mentioned that too because when he was going down, once he climbed into the mirror and he was going down, and the winged little gargoyle stole Dude, shotgun, that was exactly that's fucking army of darkness, bro. Yes. And I was like, what? yes, that exact thing looked exactly like that. I thought the and same then that motherfucker thing. did the actual like fucking gun flip and shot it. I was like, whoa, didn't expect that one. <laughs> I caught that too. That's a, I thought the same thing. You almost wonder, you're like, Sam Raimi, did you watch Sam Raimi? Did he you might love House? He might have. It's very possible. I'm going to go with yes. But it's it's such a good movie. And, and there, there's a lot of films from the 80s that just really don't hold up. And I feel like this is one that that does like it, it especially with the whole, you know, Vietnam thing. And, and I almost say, though, this doesn't even have to be rated R anymore. No, this does not feel like an R to me. This feels like a PG-13 easily. I think there's more than one F-bomb. So that's why it wouldn't be PG-13. Was there? One F-bomb and that's it. Was there more? God, I don't even remember where they were dropped. I just remember hearing it at least once. I'll, no, I, I agree with you. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm just I, saying, like the way, like you know, we didn't get any over the top killings or anything like yeah. that. Nothing it wasn't was like super, super bloody or nothing. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I love, I love George Wentz's character in this, especially from from the point where he's like, "Come check this out. I'm gonna open it at midnight, and you're gonna see." You know what? And because this whole time he thinks that he's crazy as fuck. He's been to Vietnam and this dude is just fucking out of his rocker. And as soon as that fucking closet opens and he sees this fucking monster just fucking bolt out, it, it you know, and right there is where he's like, okay, he's not fucking crazy. Hell no, dude. He drinks fucking two thirds no. of a bottle of Jack. <laughs> bottle bro. Of like, Jack? I, I Ow, love, I just love the fact that he shows up right before midnight with Chinese food. At beer. I mean, the dude seemed like a lonely guy. Oh, yeah. So he seemed like he needed some friendship. And I'm not going to dismiss him on that. And yeah, honestly, he is a good guy because he was looking out for him. He stole the address book, but he did it for all the right reasons. Yeah. Of like trying to get him, his friend. I, help. I love when he was, I love when he was bad mouthing the guy's aunt 
saying what a bitch he was. That was the That's best. That's my aunt. Heart of gold, though. Yeah, heart of gold. <laughs> Wonderful. Heart of gold. You were waiting for that. See, always that kind of little banter is always the best, dude. Because you're just like, huh? hold on, backtrack. <laughs> but no, this it, it, this to me feels like a beginner's horror movie. Yeah, this, and that's yeah. why I say it doesn't feel like an R. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is one that you could show. This I is less know. scary than Poltergeist. I, I, I would say like opinion. ten, maybe ten, oh, yeah, this, eleven, twelve. This is a good entry level horror. This yeah. is this is. Pretty, I would even say it's a family friendly. I mean, I, I don't know if I Harper think would watch that. I think Cameron would watch it. I know Chloe would. And uh, it, you know, some people might argue like, yeah, you see people getting gunned down in the Vietnam scenes, but man, my kids have watched so many fucking Marvel movies and shit where they're getting people getting yeah. shot the fuck up. So that's yeah. not even a thing, really. You know what I mean? So, like, there's nobody really getting, like, dismembered. But, I mean, they're like, going to learn about that in school eventually anyways. They already do, man. Most of our kids have fucking gun safety fucking shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so, no, no, I mean about Vietnam and stuff. Oh, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, Veterans Day is coming up, dude. So they've already been asking everything anyway. So we've already, I've already had discussions on the Korean War and shit, for sure. Um... I'm trying to think. Is there anything else we want to discuss, or we want to bring in Mr. Uh, Brody Kane? See what he. Has I want to hear what Brody has to say because he said he fucked up his review. He thought Cunningham <laughs> directed it. <laughs> right, he might have a completely different take. Uh with that being no, her, I that think I think this is going to be very interesting. All right, so uh, let's see what the saucy Aussie has to say. Well, heady fucking duty there, folks. It's your DKB here, back for another episode of Gore and More. And this week, I'm here to talk to you about a film directed by a goddamn son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, that's right, House. Now, despite the director of this film being a fucking waker. Um, I still appreciate this film for what it is. Uh, I think it's very, at times, a little bit convoluted in its own story with these different subplots, and then you try and introduce new elements to this house of, uh, I guess you could say, parallel universes or just time zone skips, whatever the fuck it is. And sometimes you can get a little bit lost in it. It doesn't feel like a horror film at times. And then you, they, then they introduce these hideous unknown creature monsters that look pretty cool. Practical, practical effects. And this is fucking pretty damn tasty. I like it. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, the story itself, I sort of get a little bit taken away from it. Like there's just so much in this film that they're trying to, you know, explain and sometimes it doesn't feel like they've explained it long enough it's just sort of a you spend all this time building it up and then you don't actually you just sort of cheap out and just go look here here's the fucking answer to that and it's like okay but we're only like half in half the fucking time run in so i don't know it's definitely got its issues this film i'm not saying it's a fucking masterpiece or whatever but i really appreciate certain things about it which i will go on to explain a little bit now I really love the whole Ben subplot, uh, Zombie Big Ben. We should have got a lot more of best thing about this fucking film, let's be honest. Um, I'm really disappointed that this film really tries to add a lot of layers of shit that we don't really need. It's like takes me out of this film. I'm just like, fuck, you could have easily cut that out of the fucking film. You don't even need that because it goes nowhere later in the fucking film. Just certain things like that, little things, certain things, though, that try to play somewhat of a major part it just felt like it was rushed. It was just thrown in there to add a lot more time, run time to this fucking film for no fucking reason, I felt. Um, but yeah, just stick to the Ben subplot. 
PTSD flashbacks with our lead actor in the war with Ben and then have the other subplot of his kid dying or gone missing and then when he's able to finally overcome Ben by the end of the film, it only adds a lot a lot more emotional value to our lead actor and the characters to the point where we actually are invested with them because I was not. I, I didn't really feel for these characters at all, even though the actors were, like, decent. The, the actors were decent, I'll be honest. But the characters themselves, I just didn't really fuck, and I was rooting for Ben throughout this whole entire film. So the practical effects that we get in this film is actually pretty damn tasty. I mean, I look at Big Ben every time. Um, yeah, it's definitely a product of its time. You can see the actor's mouth in Big Ben, uh, like the makeup and the costume, whatever it is, and all that shit. So you don't really give a fuck because, I mean, the actor is killing it on screen as zombie Big Ben. I mean, it's, it looks fucking cool as shit. I mean, I actually really... I was I was loving the dialogue that Ben had. Like, it was really cheesy, corny, 80s um, vibes. And, look, I'm all for that type of stuff. But, yeah, like, like I said, it really takes me out of the fucking film when you start adding these other creatures. Mind you, that actually look pretty damn cool as well. But, yeah, I'd, yeah it, just take, it just took me out of the film. It really yeah, annoyed me. Yeah, so the cinematography in this film doesn't really stand out to me. It's your, your pretty stock standard uh, filmmaking, I feel. Uh, I can't remember if any cool shots stood out to me at all. Maybe y'all will refresh my memory. Um, Intro pan shot, that's all I get. The fucking acting, acting was A-OK for what we get. It's that 80s cheese fest that, you know, as expected, but it doesn't really annoy me at all. Like, you know, I still have fun with it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the location of the house now the exterior looks fucking pretty cool like this house looks fucking awesome but I don't know if it's the same uh, interior they use for the house that might be a sound stage but nonetheless the interior of the house felt like a never ending uh, maze and each room had its own different little story like it was really this uh, gothic felt like a haunted gothic aesthetic about it, and that's that was really cool to me. I really enjoyed dark lacquer. Yeah, uh, that was able to really work into this film. So yeah, the poster for this film is definitely one of my favorite posters of all time. It's zombie hand pressing the doorbells and the taglines like "Ding dong, you're dead," which I feel is really fucking cool, but it kind of misleading for this type of film because this film's pretty tame. Let's be honest. Um, maybe it's Big Ben's zombie hand, but that we only get in the fucking last act of this fucking film, which it should be Probably. the whole entire fucking film, Zombie Ben. Yet I said it again, I do not care if I'm harping on it, because that's what we should have fucking got. Right. Mm. Also, this is a film I'm not really going to go out and go to everyone, you need to fucking see this in a heartbeat, stop what you're fucking doing, you no. must see it if you have not seen it. I'd rather part two than this film, because part two is just a fucking fun time, it definitely felt like that part two should have been what part one was, not taking itself too fucking serious. Um, but yet, like I said, Sean tried to cram, or whoever wrote it, tried to cram so much fucking shit into this film, tried to make it really emotional, tried to make it funny with these, and, and, and not even really that scary. Like it just, like I said, the subplots here and there, it's just, yeah, I don't know, it just took me out of the game. Anywho, draw a more score, um, you got, buddy? I'm going to give it a three. That sounds about right. right. So anyway, DKB signing out. I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about this film, and I'll catch you mother liquors next week. Cheers. Thank you, Mr. King. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All righty. All righty. Awesome. So there's a three from our beloved Doppelganger Kangabanga. And Bobby, if you're still in the chat, 
Bob, if you got a score, cool. yeah. If you, yeah, I'm sure Bob's movie. definitely watched this movie, even if you know what I mean. Like, well, hell, if he's home, he can just hop on. Yeah, fuck it. It's true. Um, yeah, I gotta stop doing my ums here. Can't think straight. So, is there anything else we wanted to discuss? Like I said, I think the only thing I got, he said, I agree with Brody most of the way. He doesn't, you know. There wasn't any crazy shots. Like I said, that opening pan around the house just to give you the full like size. I think that's his best because everything else seems kind of stationary or at least a little bit of track. Yeah. I get a, I really apparently have to watch number two, man. You guys have all you gotta watch it. have said it's a you, fun movie. It's have fun. It, it's so it's so it's 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 like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 completely different films. You know, you know, they're completely different movies. And I feel like Evil Dead 2 is more fun than the first one. And it's I the do, same thing with House. It's one of those ones where the sequels actually, you, you wouldn't say better, but you enjoy it more. Yeah. I mean, this one has like a crystal skull that two fucking cowboy zombies are fighting over. Like, there's you know what, fucking Aztec, what are, they, what are they like, Aztec fucking yeah. tribe that's after the skull too? It, it's it's out of, it is a lot of time so out of left field. Yeah. All right, all right. I know it's that's also on Tubi right now, so maybe I'll throw that on the list for a weekend time. You won't be Our... disappointed. No? No. My one buddy, actually, who I told I was doing this, he's like, yo, I got all four on DVD. I was like, well, we're only doing the first one, but I do appreciate that. The third one isn't even called House 3. It's the last horror show. It's not. It was it was house three, like everywhere except in America. That's weird, which makes no sense, because I don't think it really even revolves around a house so much. Is the second one the same house or is it a different house? They're all different, different house. It's just a different house. Interesting. Okay. it takes place in a house. That's why it's called house. I don't know. (laughs) It's like weekend at Bernie's. With the two friends, because that's all right. It's nothing like Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> so I get what you're saying, though. But you know what I mean? Like, it's got like two best bros that are like. Brody says he bought all four on Blu-ray and House 3 is actually pretty dope. Yeah, it is, it is pretty decent from what I remember. Never seen so, it. So, right, I mean, I feel like we all not like maybe love this movie, but generally, generally enjoyed this movie for sure. Yeah. It's uh, like we said, to reiterate, it feels like a very good introduction to horror. For sure. So, uh, fuck it, man. I think we're good enough discussing. Chad Daddy, what do you got behind the scenes, homie? Okay, so it is difficult to discern, but the monster in the closet is designed to look like the napalmed bodies from Vietnam with bullets for fingers. Oh. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't personally ever get that from me just thinking it myself, but now that you say that, I could see that. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever seen images of napalmed bodies, so... I don't think I want to. I mean, I spent a lot of time on Rotten.com as a kid, so I can't <laughs> say that I haven't seen some. Did you really there. live if you didn't? I think the one that sticks in my head the most is All the King's Horses, dude. Like, that was just such a oh, fucked up one, dude. Yeah. Motorcycle accident. All right. Anyways, what else we got, Chad Daddy? The original screenplay by Fred Decker was a traditional horror film with no humor at all. The comedy was all added by Ethan Wiley when he rewrote the script. So with no comedy, this movie would have been a way different shtick. Yeah, and I don't think it would be as successful. 
I don't know though. I'd almost kind of wonder like a full horror version would be because then like I want him to kill his wife. I want the house to really fuck with him and his wife is dead. And she's got to come back. And like she's got to be trapped in the house now too because she got killed in it. You know what I mean? Like that kind of a like the what what the fuck was it? Uh American Horror American Story. American Horror Story. Thank you. That kind of sh- I don't know. I think that'd be cool. I still haven't seen American Horror Story. Like like I said, I watched like I don't watch the first I'm season. I'm so I fucking out of it, bro, but like the first episode of Roanoke and I'm like, nope, this is stupid. No, no. You got to watch the first, first season. season. First season is good. Second, second season is good. Asylum. That was pretty good. And then third? the third season was Freak Show? No, that was four. Third was Coven. Oh, Coven. I didn't watch Coven. I I watched it I after I care for it. I watched Coven when the season that tied everything in came out. I watched it before I finished that season. Oh, I don't <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that one was. The end of the world pretty much. I don't but Yeah, I watched I watched four and I think four was the last one I topped out, which was the freak show one or freaks, whatever the fuck. So first one's first one, like dude, and you know me, I've said it many times over, you know I hate shows. That was one for some reason it got me it it did it does the normal bullshit show thing mm-hmm. where it always ends on some fucking cliffhanger and you're like oh i gotta fucking know and then they never fucking talk about the goddamn cliffhanger till like way later in the episode than you want of course but like it's still really good and like the first season's still pretty fucked honestly dude like there's some by the end of it you're like god damn I think it was the second season, like when it first started, the first episode, my wife watched it just because it had Adam Levine in it. Was Adam Levine in the second season? Yeah, uh, yeah, remember. He's a psychiatrist, the... right? No, no, no. no. He, it was uh, him and his girlfriend were exploring the building. And uh, he oh, goes in the very beginning, yeah, he gets yeah, his yeah, arm yeah. ripped off. Because uh, that, that was, was the only reason she watched it, because he was in it. You know why? I, that, it's funny you say this. I actually watched the first season. Because the dude who plays uh, Siler from Heroes, he was in it, and I was like, I really like him as an actor, dude. Like that was kind of like when he was like, yeah, he was he was awesome. Also, Mr. Spock, he was, dude. He was a fantastic Mr. Spock. As good of a Spock as he was, though, Carl Urban was a much better Bones. I don't know if I can compare it, man. I feel like they're both equally like right in their oh, spot. Carl, Carl Urban just absolutely won me over as as Bones, like. I didn't think anybody would for his first three lines, bro. I was just like, "Yep, you got it." <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, what else we got behind the scenes? Home. Sean S. Cunningham recalls visiting Hong Kong around the time of the film's release there, but was confused by a poster he saw there as it featured an abundance of characters for the title. He asked why it took so many to simply say "house," but he discovered the title had been changed to "Don't Go Into the Haunted House After Midnight." Jesus, that's a title. I kind of like that title though. Like, I want to. I want a movie called that. I don't. That's, that's like too... a. That's like a '70s movie right there. That's like a '70s horror movie. <laughs> yeah, and I can even see like it popping up and be like, dun, 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 dun. like all the whole title. You'd be like, "Fuck, bro." <laughs> I don't know why the way you're doing that just made me think of Mortal Kombat. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, <laughs> not wrong. Oh, fudge. Um, according to Fred Decker, the script was originally inspired by Twilight Zone, the movie. After seeing that film, Decker and his friends, which included Ethan Wiley, Steve Miner, and Shane Black, planned to make their own independent anthology movie on video, but the project was never completed. Decker used the idea for his unproduced segment for this film. Interesting. Right on. 
Oh, sorry, I'm itch. William Cat's own son visited the set on the day they filmed the scene where Rogers pulled into the closet and the boy broke down seeing his dad in danger. Aww. Way to traumatize that kid. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. This was regarded as a transitional film by director Steve Miner, who was known mostly for horror films up until this time. While staying within his bankable genre of horror, this film gave him an opportunity to branch off into comedy as well, which helped him springboard successfully into other genres for future projects. Very nice. Sean S. Cunningham says the film opened at number one, despite there being a dispute with a rival film claiming the same name. That film was Paramount's Pretty in Pink, and per IMDb, it actually nudged out House by 150000 for the number one spot. Wow. Damn. I mean, I like Pretty in Pink, so I can't say anything. It's a good movie. Never seen it. I've never seen it either. Huh. I have never That's seen any of the Breakfast Club movies, dude. You never seen any of the Breakfast Club? Not even Breakfast Club? Nope. Ferris Bueller? Oh, wait, okay, yeah, I've seen... Well, that's not really Brat Pack, though. See, and that's why I feel like I still am, like, technical. I'm like, no, 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 no. because I, I, don't, I don't think Ferris Bueller falls in the... I think that's a whole Brat different Pack category. Territory. Yeah. Like, yeah, because the Brat Pack, that's all Shermer, Illinois, and he was Chicago. Yeah. Right. So, no, yeah, I've never seen... What was it? What's the other one? 16 Candles? 16 Candles. St. Elmo's Fire. St. Nope. Elmo's Fire, I didn't really like that much. Never seen any of them. Never cared to. This was not my thing. Does weird science count in that group? Because I also think... Does it? I don't think it does. Really? I don't think it does. Yeah, dude. Fucking, um, what's his name? Anthony Michael Hall was in the Brat Pack. Yeah, but that's only yeah. one person. I feel like there needs to be more than one person to signify it as like... Weird science. RDJ's first movie. Yes, yeah. it was. You're right. Yeah. Very right. young I just don't... I still just... I don't know. I never considered weird science as a Brat Pack movie. Because it's what? John Hughes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Maybe? Hmm. Roderick is a killer? What? I think he I think he killed someone in a car accident or something. Did he really? I think. That was a long time ago. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he, like, is a serial killer. Like, he's stalking people and murdering him like Shia LaBeouf. Shia. Hey man, my wife I, hates I that song played. so much. Why? It's so I awesome. Know. I play it all the time. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, it's he so isn't dead. Shy a surprise. That's right. Fucking a. So, what else you got, homie? Like horror films of the seventies, eighties, and early nineties, one of the major themes of this film is the mental trauma of the Vietnam War that is relived and dreamt of by its protagonist. This can largely be attributed to the recognition of PTSD in 1980 by the American Psychiatric Association and an increased popular understanding throughout those decades of PTSD symptoms, e.g. nightmares, flashbacks, etc., as well as an increasing number of Vietnam veterans who committed suicide as a result of their wartime experiences. Thus, in many ways, films like House reflect a change in national consciousness as war ceased being depicted as a glorious event and began to be seen as a harrowing and traumatic experience. Bro, imagine yep. just throwing a double feature to somebody, be like, all right, we're going to start off the night with House, and we're ending it with Jacob's Ladder. I knew where you are going. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a 180, but stay, staying still on topic. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Blood Dance is the is the main horror novel written by Roger Cobb, but the second one, barely visible at the bookstore, is titled Sword of Bad. <laughs> sword of Bad. Sword of Bad. Sword of Badassery. All right. The next door neighbor, Harold, is played by George Wendt, best known for his role as Norman Cheers. House 2, the second story, features an appearance by John Ratzenberger, who played Norm's yep. best friend, Cliff. Oh, yep. no shit. And he was a awesome. badass in that movie. Yeah, he was. Oh, really? And then, yeah, you gotta watch God it. Damn it. Gotta right. watch it. The pig from Toy Story is bad. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see it. He's a handyman. He's a handyman in that one. Ew. <laughs> Steve Miner. I feel left. like some that seems very that sounds familiar. You're probably gonna end up sitting there watching it, and then you'll be like, oh, I've seen I've this. seen this. You had to have seen I it. I might have it once again, it might have been a situation just like house where like as a kid I've only seen parts of it, so I never got to watch no. it. Okay, after the possibly. show we'll pull up the trailer and then you can see. Oh, yeah, can I'll see check it out. Uh Steve Miner left its chance of making this film as he was largely regarded as a director of horror films, having held the second and third prior to the thirteenth films. His next projects after House were Soul Man in 86 and the pilot episode of The Wonder Years. Soul Man. Wonder Years. Fuck it, eh? I used to love that show. I hate Winnie Cooper. She was... She was such a bitch, dude. She was a bitch. He played with Kevin's emotions throughout that whole show. Like, she was a bitch. His brother was a complete fucking asshole the whole time. Even when he tried to redeem himself, he still wasn't that redeeming. He still fucking cunt his sister was hot though sister was hot but she was a bitch yeah (laughs) she was a hippie bitch no the hottest was the neighbor when they him and his dad were building the fucking uh the uh tree fort and then they just saw the sexy neighbor so that became the reason they were building the tree fort was just to watch the sexy neighbor (laughs) i don't remember i don't know what oh my god dude okay was she hotter than donna's mom in that 70s show different kind of hot which okay. still still like that like older betty hot like hey you know what i mean big hat red poofy or big poofy red hair big old sunglasses so peg bundy yeah pretty much mm-hmm. yep peg, peg was hot i don't care peg was fucking hot maybe uh, less trashy peg bundy <laughs> <laughs> give me all the trash give me all the i would I feel love the, to do that as a fucking halloween you, do you costume. feel the same way about joy for my name is earl you're like i, I do i do too i do i do too like i hate myself I would, for that, Presley, so uh, yeah it's kind of hard not to when she's yelling at fucking crab man when she's talking about her boobs she's like hey when i talk about my boobs you look at that he's like, yes, man. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Sorry, <excuse me. laughs> oh shit continuing on fred decker was friends with writer ethan wiley and brought the script to steve miner's attention wiley adds that decker had given him the idea but in his version it was a dark terrifying haunted house movie uh decker was busy writing godzilla in 1985 at the time so wiley took a crack at the house movie and fred was horrified that i turned it that he turned it into this funny off-the-wall movie i could see that dude especially when your first writing was supposed to be actually like legitimate scary and everything Hmm. I don't know, man. I would love to read that original draft just to see, like, you know I'm what I mean? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure, like, the actual, like, maybe, like, the more military scenes were more traumatizing. Maybe something like that. Who knows? You know? It was more like Jacob's Ladder. Brody? <laughs> <laughs> I got to throw that out there. <laughs> Things mm-hmm. I would do to Joe. <laughs> All right, I'm glad I'm not alone in that boat. <laughs> Dude, ever since, look, ever since I saw Joy, her in Poison Ivy three, look, 
All I'm saying is if Joy told me to sit down and watch all the dirty things Brody was going to do to her, I would. Right? You'd be like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Or would you just do the Earl? Just the... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking love it. By dude. the way, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that uh, Mr. Jason Lee is going to be at uh, Steel City Con in December. Nice. Really? Unless he's either there or he was just there. Off the look, I don't remember. I would almost have to get a bag of chocolate covered pretzels for him to sign. <laughs> I know, Fuck I know, yeah. their big selling point this year is the, their uh, Christmas story reunion and Scream. They have both. You know what, man? The new, the newer Christmas story movie that was on HBO or whatever, I liked it. I it wasn't I bad. Completely forgot about it. I can't it, wait uh, to watch it again, dude. Once like that, it like it fits so well with the first one. You dude. know it. For me, because oh, I don't shit, Gene, have my dad. Sorry, you have to go, buddy. Well, thank you for thank being you. here, oh, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. I think he's talking about Steel City Con. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I just, okay. just registered. I think he's talking about that. For for. But yeah, the, the new Christmas Story movie, because I don't have my dad, it hit that much, that much more. That's fair. You know, it, but it's it's good. I like it. it. It's cool because once they start doing the him daydreaming, I was like, they got it. They got yeah. it. They know. Yeah. They did it right. I know. I can't. Not. It's not going to be right. I'm not like a November first dude. It's like <laughs> Christmas bomb. I personally like to After wait. I like to wait to Turkey Day or at least that week of. But yeah, man. I, I don't. I do love my Christmas the, movies. But I don't know. Day after Thanksgiving, tree goes up. You can start celebrating. Bro, Christmas my day. wife literally just my texted me whilst. Chad Daddy's doing his thing. She's like, I, I want to get this tree. I'm like, we're not having this conversation. <laughs> I guarantee as soon as these Halloween decorations are down, she's going to be wanting to put the Christmas tree up. Didn't she do that to you last year? Yes. I was going to say, I feel like I remember that in the year before that. <laughs> yeah, a couple a couple years ago, she fucking decorated the house while I was I was out somewhere. I might have been doing the show. And she knocked my freaking part six Jason off the shelf and his head broke off. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. She was, she felt so bad about it. She's like, it was, it took her like a month to tell me. Eh. <laughs> it's all right. It's a, it, things happen. Okay. So continue Steve Miner grew up in the same Chicago neighborhood as George went, but despite being the same age, the two never met there. I mean, Chicago. Yeah. So still pretty big. So. Okay, uh, Kane Hodder was the stunt coordinator, basically the behind-the-scene, behind-the-camera director of Stuntman. His only role on screen is the witch's reanimated body, mostly the arm and the trash bag that William Cat keeps hitting with the shovel. Huh? Oh, is that what we're calling the uh, the fat dead wife? Is the witch? Yeah. Okay. Word. The witch bitch. I didn't know if she actually had a name, so. Right. It is not Richard Mall inside the mask and costume of the Big Ben monster during the finale. The role was played by Kurt Wilmot, a tall tennis pro who was a friend of the filmmakers and had a horrible time in the role since, with zero body fat, his bones would slam against the hard shell of the costume. Ooh. No cushion. No cushion. Mm. They should have just utilized him. Like, just make up on him. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you're skinny as fuck and your ribs are showing. Just do this. <laughs> uh, the film was made by some of the same team responsible for the highly popular Friday the, thir- th- Friday the 13th franchise. This included Sean S. Cunningham, director Steve Miner, composer Harry Manfredini, and stuntman Kane Hodder. Hell yeah, dude. Quite yeah, a crew. 
Maybe that's why it's weird that we're just looking at Ben and we're like, yep, he's part seven. Jason. He's part seven, Jason. And finally, the film originally ended with an unrelated monster in the pool that needed to be defeated to rescue the boy, but Steve Miner wondered if the missing boy could be tied to the Vietnam subplot. Roger originally dropped from the rope into the water, found his boy fighting a monster underwater, and then fought to rescue him before resurfacing in the pool. Wiley agreed on Miner's point and wrote a new ending, which works wonderfully to bring it all together. Them rising from the pool was the original ending, but they added the arrival of the skeletal big men, Big Ben, to wrap it all up neatly. So okay. he wasn't even originally supposed to be there, so that's why. No, I, I did like them coming out of the pool. It did seem like it was a kind of full circle moment because that's where he like uh, essentially lost him. Or that's where so I'm thinking last, like even though. in that version, the wife was still dead. Possibly. I still think that would have just added a whole level of fuck. If they kept that. Yeah, because then what the fuck? Like, you killed your wife. How I mean, do you explain that? She's a fucking famous actress. What the fuck? Dude, that's like the ending of Idle Hands where it's like, there is no way that kid is not spending the rest of his life yeah. in jail. He went to jail. Dude, there's no fucking there's, way. There's so many movies that need an extra five minute wrap up after the fact. Like, just, a, just like a quick little little blurbs on each people, like uh, the end of Animal House. Yeah. That okay, so you animal house. I was going more newer. I was thinking uh can't hardly wait. <laughs> yeah. Which was really inspired. Essentially nineties was nineties animal house. Ninety nine, yeah, right? That's still nineties, wasn't it? I don't think that, that was before ninety nine, wasn't it? I mean Seth Green was hardcore like ninety eight, ninety nine trust in that shit, dude, with the goggles and the fucking Jenkos and shit. So I don't know. He was so hilarious in that movie. Fucking A. And uh, Brody, it is fair to say that the mother of that little boy is a cock-teasing bitch because she was. She was using his fucking pool. Just Dude, like if I, I showed can't... up and my neighbor was just in my pool like, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm like, get the fuck out of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, she straight up left her little kid at a complete stranger's house just to go out and get some dick. Which I wonder how many times like she left it on George, like did that to George Wentz. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> That poor bastard. Maybe she was blowing George Went. I hope so. He seemed kind of like lonely. Yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) He's a concerned neighbor and just wants to be a good friend. It's canon now. She blew George Went. But like, do shit the film. (laughs) Maybe not wrong, Gene. Maybe not wrong. wrong. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. It's a very good. uh, It's a good. We're about to be, though. Option, though, for sure. All right. um, Yeah, so. You said that's it, Chad Daddy? That's it. Okay. What format we watch that on or watch this on, boys? Prime. Prime. Tubi. Okay. I saw it on Prime without fucking commercials. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I do not have I watched it because there was no commercials. I don't have Prime anymore, so Uh, Tubi it is. Douche of the film. I think Gene might be right. I think Gene might be right. Gene's right. It's she left her kid with a complete stranger. She was using the fucking neighbors, knowing, knowing that the old lady was dead using the pool. Yeah. Did she know that he lived it? She no, she, she already saw that. Did she were, no, you remember she went oh, running right. by yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like, hi. And he just stood there like a fucking weirdo. He didn't did. say anything. I'm like, dude, say hi back. Save a hi back. <laughs> That's all you got to do. I know. Roger almost gets douched in the movie, too, because he was a real dick to George Went for the first half of the movie. He was. He just wanted to be by himself. He was, man. but I do understand where it's like 
he he could have been way more of a dick. He tried to just like, you know, he tried to do his whole like solitude explanation. Maybe it's maybe it's just a nice writer thing, thing cuz he it, now that I look back, he's kind of acting like Brian was acting on that episode of Family Guy when he became when he wrote that <laughs> self-help book. Oh fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Uh yes. 100%. All right, uh favorite kill. I'm going to say shotgun to the witch. To the fake, so the, I mean, to the fake wife. I, I'm, I'm actually going to give it to the, uh, the grenade in the Big Ben's guts. Call me Big Ben. One. Ooh. Hmm. I'm trying to think of some of the other fucking kills. What do we got? We have ten bodies, right? Or is this, is that including Vietnam? Kills? That includes the people killed in Vietnam. Yeah. All right, so those are just gunshots. So I'm wiping those out. There was like five Vietnamese soldiers shot. Uh... Oh, wait. You know what? Um, honorable mention to uh, the witch getting decapitated by the flying garden shears. Yeah. That was pretty dope. You know what? I'm going to go that because he utilized a monster versus a monster. And that was kind of that. That was pretty cool, actually. Pretty sweet. Thank you for reminding me that. I, for some reason, kind of forgot about that. Grenade one's cool. I was trying to think of like I was like maybe when she hung herself, but we are she was already hanging when we saw her in the beginning, so we didn't actually, and we saw the ghost kind of recreate it, but it fades, so it doesn't really count. All right, yeah, we'll go that. Uh, best scene. <laughs> best okay. scene. I gotta go for best scene is when he's right after he buys all the video equipment and sets it all up, and he's doing like kind of a dry run for when he's getting ready. Oh, to and he goes, yeah. And he does, he, does, he runs through the house and does <gasps> He's he like that, and George wants there. Hey, Roger. <laughs> Once again, see, this is where it's like I, I like George once, but I still question him in like his tisms because why the fuck if if I'm Roger, George, why the fuck are you on my front yard? Oh, he's letting his dog shit in the yard. He had to. That's what I'm saying. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm calling you out on that shit. Fuck Guaranteed, you. he's take, he took his dog there to take a dump. The amount of times this dude just walks into his house. You know what I mean? Like, just like, bro. I'm it was start, the like, 80s. He was the wacky next door neighbor. You know, he was Kramer. You know what's weird is like, I grew up with that, but it's like, I am so not that at all. I'm just like, fuck no, bro. Like, I'm in the yeah, house. If you don't, if you don't invite me over, my ass ain't showing up out of nowhere. No, man. It's very rare. And usually I try never to because I always feel rude about it. So like, usually you always throw a text. You know what I mean? There's no reason not to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know, man. One of these days, you're gonna walk outside, and I'm just gonna be standing outside your house. No warning. You will no hear nothing. the fucking biggest scream of glee <laughs> ever, dude. You wouldn't even. You're know. gonna be like Ned Flanders with the purple drapes. I would. <laughs> fucking stupid, sexy Flanders. Um, I'm gonna say well, I didn't get my best scene yet. No, I'm trying. To th- I seen. That is a good one, though, Chad Daddy. The the, the it, just, it made me laugh. Just a, hey, Roger. Best scene. Mm. That That's bad. Fuck yeah, yeah, I know. I'm trying to yeah. think, bro. Like yeah. this is hard. Well, you think, you think, and I'm gonna go ahead and say mine. So mine, kind of similar to Chad's, but it's when he takes him upstairs to open the closet at midnight, and they see they're they're fighting with a fucking goddamn poker and a 
Uh, he had a bed mattress, bro. Spear gun and a bed mattress. And I love how like, when he woke George Went up in the morning, he wakes up swinging. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My favorite moment is when the realtor is showing around Roger around the house and almost spear guns him. And he's just like, oops, sorry. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, like nonchalant. Yeah, and Roger like, says nothing either. So nonchalant. Like, bro, what the fuck? He just continues on like it's nothing, doesn't apologize or anything. He's just like, whoops. Anyway. No, that shit, yeah. I'm going to go with that, because that was just a nice, like, funny, weird little scene. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, Worst moment or scene? The, the, the douchebag neighbor dropping off the kid. That was just, that was a shitty thing to do. It was kind of weird, but I guess it's just the only reason is so now we have something to be scared of because the kid's going to get taken by a monster. You know what I mean? You, so. know, you know what mine is? Because I said, what the fuck the bath when when no well oh. the bath yes the stranger when, when roger when roger walks out of the bathroom with the kid he just met if i was a parent and that was my kid coming out of the bathroom with somebody that i didn't even fucking know yeah I'd have and the kid just cried a little bit too so here's yeah but here, yeah yeah tell me that's that was <laughs> but on the flip side you also are not dropping your fucking kid off at the random new neighbor's house that you don't fucking know. True that. So, True that. you know, I feel like that takes a certain kind of level of person. I'm just saying that scene right there is very cringe. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, but you need to like, that's because you're looking at with 2023 glasses on, bro. If you're going back to 1986, that's just, I mean, he was a dick. Go back to 1986. Uncle Tommy, no. He Right. No, he was just, you know, he was a dad. So, like, he, you know, he knew what he was doing and everything like that. It's not, I don't know. I know, but it's still such a weird fucking scene. It's Even weird that she would scene. drop him off to him. No, yeah, it is. Like, it is. It's like, here's your son now. Like, what? But okay. look, if my neighbor, if my neighbor was to come and drop off their kid, I don't know my neighbors. I've never, I've lived here for almost two years and I've never said a word to either neighbor. But if they were to come and drop off their kid, I tell you what. Okay, cool. You need me to watch your kid? Whatever. I'll watch your kid. It's a safe space here. But I'm not bathing your fucking kid. You know what I mean? Much less, hey, you fucking get dirty. You can take a shower when you get home. I am. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, let's, let's say that kid, that kid was like three, right? Like, what if he just completely shit himself, like, up the backside, dude? Like, it sucks to suck, nerd. <laughs> fucking. You're not even going to, like, you're not even going to at least do, like, a big daddy, like, hit the hose on him or something Here's like that. Here's a plastic you know I mean? bag. Like, I'll take him to the back and hose him down yeah, with yeah. his clothes on. But, but, hey. But see, like, you can't have a that kind of scene because now you're in a completely different movie territory if he's just, like, <laughs> hosing this kid off. Like, whatever. <laughs> hosing him off like an elephant. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that, I, I'm going to go with worst. I'm going to agree with that, though, is maybe child bathing was probably the worst scene. I didn't need to see it. Whatever. Child, anything, anything involving a random child in a bathroom. Yeah, I'm good. Uh-uh. I'm good. Uh, Chad, Diddy, you got yours? Is that that too? They're dropping the kid off, like any of okay. that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Sorry. Opening scene, hook us in. Yep. Yeah, was, was yeah, I like the dude. Chad hanging lady. Let's go. Yeah, grocery boy. And I was just like, yeah, man, that was a job someday at one point. Mm, yeah, well, now it's a job. Now it's just a totally different. It's still a job now. It's, it's a totally different. different style job. Yeah. Now it's DoorDash and everything like that. Not some kid on a bike who works there. Alrighty, most attractive character. The wife. Well, I'm the gonna go with the wife. Neighbor. I thought the wife was really hot. I thought the wife's hot. 
Wife was hot. I'm giving it to the slutty neighbor. No, I mean, they were both kind of really, the, really they're kind of both sitting in the same wheelhouse of like hot blonde. Very, so. very same. Yeah. George Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? What is it with the, the dudes, witch. The the dudes witch. with the curly hair in this movie, man? Everybody's got the sweet little fro going on. Sweet 80s fucking curls going right? on. You never really see your lead man rocking curls like that. So it's kind of this one always threw me off for that reason. I don't know why. Just did. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Score set the mood. I'm oh, going to say yeah. yes it did, dude. Harry Manfredini, come on. Kills it every time. Absolutely, he does. Best song? You're no good. You're no good. Perfect. No good. You know, the funny thing is, every time I've heard that song, ever since I've seen that movie, it makes me think of this movie. Nice. Makes sense. So that definitely, definitely affected that. Agreed. Favorite character? George Wendt. He's lovable. Yeah. Yeah. I want George Wen as my name. Honestly, he is more likable than our main character. Yeah. This is true. Was what about any dude that any dude that shows up at midnight with you know what? beer? And not even that. The wife was nice. Yeah. Like the wife for like what her role and what she does could have been completely written as like the bitchy ex-wife and blah blah blah, but she wasn't. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like the bitchy cunty actress type. Right. But she, she seemed more concerned about her actual life with him still than even, you know, the actress thing. But that's her job. So she's got to, like, you know, fake it to make it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, he wasn't really the neighbor. The neighbor lady was, like, the most shittiest character. She wasn't, like, a douche shitty, like normal douche you know what i mean it was just like what the fuck lady <laughs> just weird and you know what? his wife still loved him she did dude you know, absolutely. They, don't, they don't they don't really get into it like in depth no but, but you could tell right from that phone call she bro. still she still she still wanted yeah, him yeah. i mean they'd be both playing you know. games with each other too though you know what i mean and that was yeah that's the thing obviously they both liked each other but yeah because he, he wanted to say something because he picked the phone back up and he was trying to talk to her but she already hung up Yep, he shouldn't have faked the party. Just been like, yo, dude, I'm sitting here by myself thinking about you. <laughs> Just didn't want to seem desperate. <laughs> Alrighty, let's see. Was it scary? No. No, but like I said, as a kid, that witch creeped me the fuck out, dude. Not as a kid, yes. As an You adult, know, as a kid, no. the closet scene creeped me out. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Just the setup for that. All right, yeah, I can go with that. Once again. Great introduction to horror movie, I feel. Yeah. yeah. Does it hold up today? I'd say for the... I think so, I, especially with the PTSD theme. Yeah. You know? I think it could be obviously done much better because the Vietnam scenes look cheesy as fuck. Like, yeah, you could tell that was just a freaking forest in California. That is a like really that was no jungle. That wasn't even that, dude. That was a really bad soundstage, dude. Brought in with fucking fake fauna and shit. Like that was just. I mean, it worked for what it needed to, but it just yeah. yeah. I, I was never convinced that was Vietnam, though. No, not at all. Uh, so I'm gonna say like a soft yes, because yeah. like I still enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I haven't watched it in a long time. And I know the wife for watching it the first time. She liked it. Scoobs, you said Mel liked it. So. Yeah, Mel liked it. Yeah. So, you know. How's the acting, boys? Decent enough. Yeah. It, was it, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't cheese. Mm -mm. It was good. 
It worked. Charlie. We did get we we Big Ben was looking for Charlie, man. He yes. called him right out. Just gotta call him out. That's what I dude, that's what I wrote them down as Charlie one, Charlie two, Charlie three. <laughs> I mean probably what they were is that what they were in the in the credits? I probably didn't say Charlie, probably said Vietnamese uh, soldiers. I bet it did it. I don't know. It's 86. It may have said Charlie. I don't know. I don't know. That's right on that cusp of. Uh... Now I feel like we got to go watch. <laughs> All right. Uh, cinematography. Eh. Nothing really. To, like Brody said, nothing to write mm-hmm. home about. And like you said, just that opening scene. Yeah. where I feel like that's the only thing that felt like it was out of the norm. And then everything yeah. else feel like it was kind of not static shot shots. But you know what I mean? Like there wasn't anything. You know, actually. I would say one other good shot that maybe I should throw in there was the reveal of the witch. I thought that was done pretty well. Like with the use of the table. Simple, but effective. Premise. Of course. It's a haunted house, bro. Fucked up haunted house. Hey, this guy goes into a haunted house. Cool. (laughs) It's not even just a haunted house. It's like a fucking interdimensional house. Yeah, deliberately fucking with him. Yeah. I want to know how it got his aunt. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, eventually, or she's like, it finally got me. Or, like, but tricked, it tricked me. her. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it finally tricked her. So, like, how did it trick her? I want to know. Like, it'd be interesting. Especially if she knew about it this whole time and she was able to, like, you know, fight it off. Like, what was the one thing that finally got her? Did they use her, like, great nephew to, like, fuck with her? You know what I mean? Something like that. Could be. It's like the oh, house was driving her mad and her paintings were like her way of coping with it or something. The paintings were fucking cool, man. That's one they thing we never even actually out. talked about today. Yeah, her paintings were pretty trippy. Yeah, especially like once you see that secondary one. I mean, you obviously get the one on the staircase that we stare at for a second or two. But you get that secondary one with actually the flying uh, tools and shit like that, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. All right, boys. And the climax, What is was it satisfying? I gave, I, yeah, gave us a happy ending. So. I mean, yeah, yeah, bro, this was straight up storybook happy ending. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah. he found his son and everybody's okay. Oh, the wife's still alive. Yeah, like, dude, if this was a horror movie, George Wentz would have not survived this either, dude. No. He would have no, dead. at all. Everybody would have died. Yep. Yep, for sure. The kid would have been like some little demon or something. That The little boy that got dropped off, he would have got, like, taken to, and then the mom would have, like, freaked out on him and like oh you did something to my boy yeah. and then the shears would have came and chopped her head off by the way john oh, I, yeah. I love when you move to one certain way where it looks like god damn it is- god damn it chad no i was gonna dead. tell him after the show <laughs> like, if right I could drop down so i could take a picture no go down a little bit more Wait, why? Go down a little bit more just go down a little bit more no, down down what are we looking at your your head is like the the head of the skeleton body my head is the head of the skin. In the background. In the background. Oh. Oh, but I'm like right here. Ah! <laughs> I know what we were talking about. All right. I can see it. All right, boys. Uh, recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Rewind. Rewind slash remake. I want to see, uh, see an updated version of this. I feel like they'd fuck it up, man. It'd be all horror. Yeah. It would be all horror, and they would just completely fuck it up. They'd give it to fucking like A24 or something. Yeah, they give it to Blumhouse. Bob they do remakes. They do. 
That should be their tagline. Or, or we do remake. You got another one. Blumhouse is the five fingered death punch of horror. Yeah, <laughs> they are. You got the third variant that you could go as well, and you can go Shutter Bloody Disgusting Realm House, which would be more independent, but I feel like they would also want more serious horror, though. Well, I say serious, but then I'm like, then you got Terrifier, too, in there, so it's like... <laughs> Alrighty, boys. Uh, I'm with you, though, Chad. I think I would like to see still a reboot of this. I feel yeah. like Vietnam scenes could be way better. I don't know. I think I would like almost to see the original treatment of this. I would like to see a very scary version, but who knows? It could, it could just also be, it could also be too generic at that point too. Who knows? Or maybe it'd be too Jacob's ladder. You know what I mean? Like we already, well, that. I feel like if they remade it, they wouldn't do Vietnam. They would do something closer to the desert era, storm. So it would probably be like Afghanistan or Iraq. Yeah, I'd do or Desert Storm, dude, like that. Sure. You know, I mean, unless you still kept it set in '86, then you could still do Vietnam because then it would be more frequent. But yeah. all right, let's rate this bitch. Uh, Brody started out with a three. Scuba, you got bud. Four, four. Chad, Daddy, give three point seven. 3.7, and I'm going to go with Brody as a 3. And did we get anything from Bob? No, he's he just did not. All right, cool. Uh, did I get the best That would be a 3.4. Not bad. Or 1986's Noose. Not bad at all. All right, next episode's preview. Chad Daddy, next I think episode, you said we got a- like I know very little to next to nothing about this movie. It is a Brody pick, and it is called The Loved Ones. Never heard of it. 2009's The Loved Ones. Uh, looks like... I mean, I've read that a lot of people really enjoy this one, so let's see you know, how it turns out. Um, okay, cool. It's on Pluto for free, and on Paramount, Roku, all that other good shit for premium nice. subscription. So... Shouldn't be a hard one to find for everybody. Looks 2009, kind of. Honey! Hi, honey. What's up, Mel? Uh, I see a drill on the cover, so that looks kind of. Charlie is with her sister. Huh, the loved ones. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Cool. Movie that none of us has really seen besides Proud Brody. Yeah, never seen it. Sweet. Where is Charlie? With the other child. (laughs) In Vietnam. Ooh. Fucking A. Uh, all right, boys. Is there anything nerdy to discuss? I got nothing. Uh, only thing I will say is I'm excited to see what the announcement is on, what is it, Friday that Hasbro has, the big GB so, announcement. Now that you said that, that was going to be my nerd news, and I'm already claiming what it's going to be. Slime blower. Slime blower, bro. It's yeah. slime blower, and this is why. I, this is why. This is why. This is why. Exactly. And that'll be my third point for reasoning. So their first, ooh, we're doing a big reveal on Friday the 13th. The reveal was for another fucking reveal. So go fuck yourselves, Hasbro, for that. But they had a video that had a bunch of, like, other shit, and it showed a Slimer, or I'm sorry, a Spangler um, action figure and shit like that. But it showed pink slime. That is modeled after the green slime that came with the Hasbro Spangler pack from last year. 
Clue number one. Clue number two. Ghostbusters news drops an article that some yes. influencer is on the set yeah. using a live action slime blower with a still frame of him. Why would that be? Hmm. Maybe because they're filming something for an advertisement spot. I wouldn't fucking know. Clue number three. Spirits Unleashed gets this crazy update. And then two days after said update. Hey, look what they put in the basement of the basement. Oh, look. There's the fucking slime blower. Dude, I found Bro, that. there is too many fucking coincidences if they don't Look, fucking drop this shit. I did not jump on the Hasbro pack and I kicked myself you in the ass. You bet you are. You bet your ass you are now. If this happens. It's, it's the fucking slime blower. The and I'm sorry, I already, honey. I'm going to put us in I was like, debt. it's happening. I'm, I don't give a shit. I will put us into debt and I am sorry. I love you. I will make it up to you somehow, some way, one day. I'm getting that fucking slime blower. So here's the, I'm getting it. Here's the good thing. If they stick with the price point of the Hasbro pack, which was $4.99, hopefully, because they already haven't pre-released the slime thrower gun, you're already getting the gun and the thing because obviously this would be you're still going to have lights and sounds, but this is still more of a simplified yeah, style it, it, pack. It's yeah. just size-wise, it's going to be huge. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't much lights and sound-wise. No, there. you're going to have your lights here. You got a bar graph on the side with a blinking light, and then you have two other lights on the side. Oh, it's a fucking So, exciting. like, oh. and then there's a uh, there's two lights on the gun, too. So, I'm just saying, man, there's way too many coincidences to be dropping like that. First, and let me just say, let me back up a little bit, bro. I don't even care if it's one fucking scene in the new Ghostbusters movie, but if it's something where like podcast is like, hey, what's this? And picks this? it up. It just yeah. hoses a bunch of fucking people. And then they all start acting all chummy and shit. And they're like, he's like, oops, <laughs> like that's how I see that scene happening. I don't care. I want it. Give me yeah. It. Just give me that little that little bit. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of hoping it's like. The, it's it's an absolute necessity for the end of the movie for them to win. They're like, oh, how are we going to win? And they raise like, hey, we use these. Try these. I mean, I would love that, too. But I feel like they're just going to. I mean, I could be completely wrong. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like the fact that they have some dude using a working one on set for whatever fucking reason. And it's an influencer, which I was like, ugh. but, you know, you know what? If it is, and if it is a slime blower. There damn well better be an option for it to play higher and higher. Fucking A. I mean, you just hook an MP3 player to it and you just play it through it. Yeah, but if it's, uh, I think if if they're going with the $500 price point, that should be included. Ah. 500 bucks. What if it's cheaper because it doesn't have all the electronics? It won't be, dude. You, because, bro, you got three different hosing going around to it on top of. You got the gray added pad that would be to it. And that's even if they give you like, cause you know how, you know what I mean? Like the thing's a little different. So I don't know if this would have has lab stuff for everything is always very highly priced. So, and it's, if you figure in total setup, bro, that first of all, the box for the Hasbro pack was fucking massive. This thing is going to be huge. Yeah. This is going to be ridiculous. People are going to not be able to get this shit through their doors in my head. Um, But I want it. I don't care, dude. Unless it goes above like a seven hundred dollar price point, then I'm out. But I'm hoping it sticks at that like four ninety nine, dude. I don't I'm gonna fucking... corner that shit. It's I don't know, man. We got to we got Friday, so that's the big release date. Um also, speaking of Ghostbusters, and I think it's still on sale. Please, if it's not, I'm sorry. 
but because they dropped the new Ecto Edition uh, update for Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, they also have put it on sale. So right now, that game is at a very low price of 15 fucking dollars. So if you are on the fence, I would say go buy it. Totally oh, you worth buy it, it and play with it. It's fun. Yeah. Dude, it was worth I thought it was worth it when I first got it. Yeah, it was worth and it. With all the updates that they've given, which have all been fucking free, including this new one, bro, like it's like completely like driven me back. Now they've added more prestigious. I'm like, fuck, bro, I got some so much grinding to do. That oh, cardboard dude, I, pack, bro. That cardboard pack is fucking I am just up my alleyway. I am trying like hell to get the fucking fanatic pack. Fanatic pack. That's yeah, the, that's that's the cardboard pack, right? It, no, 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 no. I thought it was. I thought the I fanatic ones were the cardboard ones. I thought the I thought there was just like a cardboard skin. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, no. Because the fanatic one, like, there's the thrower, the the pack, and then the the skins for each one. But I think you still have to get them in a challenge. Because I'm working for the thrower right now. I got but the it, thrower. I'm trying to get the pack. And each one has an old Kenner box, dude. It's great. It's hidden in they're there like, somewhere. Like and it's duct fun. taped together. Yes. Bro, like, and, and my buddy Eric, he knows me. He looked right at me. He's like, John, that's right up your alley. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I've made two proton packs out of fucking cardboard. <laughs> like, I love that shit, dude. It's fucking fun. So, yeah. If you were on the fence for that game, go fucking buy it. Totally worth the 15 fucking bucks. Mm -hmm. In my opinion. Let's see. Was there anything else? And like I said, Sam Hain, when you unlock him, he is, he kind of sucks to play as. I haven't used him yet. Because you know how with all the other ghosts, you could just possess an object to rebuild your energy? Yeah, this he's he's yeah. an, but he's, but he's supposed to fight aggro. Like, I know he's supposed to fight way different. But he is weak as fucking when you're starting out. Really, man? Because so many people are like, good as hell with him. Because doesn't he get minions and traps at the same time? So, I mean, that's kind of a nice, like, defense. Yeah, but it kind of sucks. Like I said, your energy replenishes, you know, at a normal rate, you can't really possess anything mm. to rebuild it faster fair enough fair enough let's see what else we got oh for other horror games if you got game pass e on the uh ea part of it the new dead space remastered will be dropping within a week or so oh, on game okay. pass i was actually just gonna buy that last week and it was brought up to me and it is true and so i'm very happy that that person told me and yeah, so I'm very excited. I love the first Dead Space, dude. So I can only imagine how this remaster is going to be. No, I'm I no longer have my Series X <gasps> that I just bought. But let me tell you why. Okay. Damien was like, Dad, trade me the Series X for my PS5. And I said, how about you trade me the Series X for your PS5 and your Series S? And he said, deal. So now I have both. Oh, so you still have a Series S. I still have a Series yeah, S. Console, so. yeah. yeah. And it's not like you couldn't just be like, yo, I'm taking the shit back real quick. No, exactly. It's like, I'm dead. And I didn't think he was going to go for it, but I was like. Why did he want to? That's a hell of a trade. Why? No clue. That's fair. But I Spider-Man. Fucking right, bro. Looks, I'm going to wait for that, though. That's fantastic. What else we got? Was there? I feel like there was. Oh. Um, for you horror junkies out there, Gutter Garbs today just dropped Rob Zombie Halloween merch. So they just got that shit out there. I haven't personally looked at it yet, but I just saw the email right before we went live. So, and also in the related news, NECA is teasing a big announcement for Halloween, and everybody's speculating that's going to be 
a deluxe ultimate Tom Atkins from Halloween. 3. No shit. Ooh. I'll buy fucking Tom Atkins, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are the pants removable? Right. Does he come fully naked? If they're not, if they're not, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Full, I need to recreate the ass shot with my hat, dude. <laughs> yes, with my figures. Fucking A, bro. That'd be awesome. That would be. Uh, I believe that is all I have. So oh, I got fucking news. Yeah, I got nothing. Oh, one more spooky thing, and I'm sure most of y'all know, but uh, Boo Buckets are back at McDonald's. So Yeah, I saw that. And they they added a new one this year, didn't they? They added they have four this year, two new ones because one's a vampire, which I got, and the other one's Frankenstein, Ooh. and I'm need my Frankenstein. So that um, and then there's a pumpkin, and then the white one is a mummy this year. It's not a ghost. It's a mummy. It's this the year, vampire is the purple one. Yep. Okay, that's when I saw something. But he has the witch hat, which I kind of laughed. I was like, why is he got a witch hat? I still miss the old ones from our youth, man, with the cookie cutters, man. Nothing will yep. fucking beat that shit. Nothing will ever beat that ever. And they're smaller than they used to be too. But what I found out, and if you just want the buckets like I do, and you're not trying to eat a bunch of fucking McDonald's, you can buy them for two bucks. And I was like, oh, oh great, nice. dude. So, yeah, you can just go and be like, give me the buckets. I'll have to stuff that because she's been wanting them. Yeah, they looked right at me and they were like, "Just you just want two buckets? I'm like, yeah, I'm not really trying to eat the food, man. <laughs> they were like, oh, okay, $4. I was like, fuck yeah, here you go. Give me them. You know, I had all of them from last year, and I have no idea what the fuck I did with them. Mine are on display with the new vampire mixed in the middle now. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I haven't doing. tried to get any of the other ones. I look at the vampire. Speaking so of displays, my my wife absolutely loved the picture that your wife shared of you dusting your Halloween decorations. No, oh, that was great. I was dusting the area where I was putting my Halloween decorations. <laughs> it's like never dusted the house, but he'll dust his Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. I hate dusting, dude. I fucking hate it. It's like the one chore I literally hate the most because it's just I, I hate it because I'm actually allergic to dust. Like if it gets kicked up in the air, like it'll trigger, trigger me into an asthma attack. Oh, but if it's, that's fair. Yeah, it's horrible. I uh, I just fucking hate it. I'm just like, God damn it, dude. It's fucking annoying. Usually it's always like something where it's like I have I'm like, all right, it's time to do this and I'll just put on some background movie. But then the problem is like I'll get attracted to background movie. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, supposed to be dust. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hey, dude. See, Joe, I'd rather do dishes all day than dust. Same. Laundry's the worst. Dishes to me, I could put on music, bro, and just fucking go to hand. That's I'd see for me. My least favorite has got to be mowing the yard. Also, oh, I mean, mo- no, I, put on music. I just go with it. So that's what I do too. I've been putting on that, but I still, I just, ugh, I hate go. I hate push mowing. I hate it. That's fair. All right, I hire Mexicans to do my yard. <laughs> Your son? <laughs> no. Oh. One of my old students. One of my old students. I thought you were going to go. So I was like my kids. <laughs> no, I hire one of my old students to fucking come and cut my grass. Awesome. Uh, it makes me feel superior. <laughs> Alrighty, I think. So yeah, like I said, that, that's all I got for nerd shit. A lot of Ghostbuster yes. crap this week. I'm hoping, man. Fingers crossed. Slime blower. Let's go. We should probably cross dicks, dicks too. too yeah. yeah, for sure. Not streams though. We might be getting a uh, trailer drop within the next couple weeks too. For the new one? Yeah, possibly. The German yeah, guys have already watched it. Uh, yeah, there's on, some big convention on, coming out that they're saying that that's probably where Sony's going to drop it. Yeah, there's already been two groups that have seen it where it's been un. It hasn't had the special effects added yet, so mm-hmm. they've seen the rough cut of it. But I don't know. Like I said, dude, I'm I'm keeping hope 
up because it's a newer director, so he's not going to be under daddy's stigma of trying to set, you know, to, to reach a certain bar where this dude's like, nah, man, I'm going to do this with it, which could go good or bad. I'm hoping for good, obviously. As long as it's not 2016. <sighs> no, dude, I don't think anybody is up their own ass like fucking Feig was so much. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, next week, once again, catch 2009's The Loved Ones. And, uh, yeah, join us to fucking review that shit. And I, I want to make an official announcement because me and the boys just discussed it in the chat. I have officially added. Let me get the. Uh, I think it's December fourth. Our first episode in December. We are doing the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Fuck yeah! So our Jason celebration is not over yet. Woo woo! Fuck yeah, dude! I just had Christmas. to. I just had to, and it's got. We're gonna have to do the killer cut. Man, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I am definitely trying to go see Thanks Thanksgiving next month when that drops. Like, I hope it's just a good old time. I hope it's not bad, but we'll see. Yes, Joe, 2009. We're watching Jordan Harvey. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a. Um. All right, boys. Well, I think we it's time to sign it out. Scuba. All right, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I'm your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the Duke of the Dead the Dean of the Deceased, the Ghost Daddy, Lord Scubacabra, saying, tune in sometime this weekend for an episode of Somewhat Supernatural Ooh. about the origins of Halloween. Ooh. Oh, nice, dude. Sounds sexy. This is your dark mode of knowledge, your Chad Daddy, way down yonder in the Chattahoochee, saying come back next week for the loved ones. You know, that kind of sounds like a soap opera. Yeah. The loved, the loved ones. Love food. Yeah. <laughs> and I am your not so mean fluff mess stream, Big Johnny D saying thank you once again, Gorehounds, for joining us for another fantastic episode. Catch uh, 2009's The Loved Ones next week. And last but not least, stay fresh, cheese bags. Charlie Pee Pee. George, George Wins. George Wins Pee Penis. <laughs>